Hello and welcome to Unabashed Book Snobbery, the podcast where we gush about George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire and join the masses in complaining about its adaptation, <laughs> Game of Thrones. This is where being a book snob is a good thing. Finally! For everyone, Yay. literally. Yay. It's actually a good thing. <laughs> And here with me today are Julia. Hello. Caroline. Hi, everybody. And joining us is contributor Blair. Hello. Woo, no Hello. <laughs> the three of us write for thefundamentals.com. It's a website for fundamentally sound <laughs> fandom analysis. You should check it out to find out what we mean by that, because it's <laughs> a little bit self-explanatory. <laughs> If you also like what you see on the website when you find out what that fundamentally sound analysis is, you might consider supporting us for less than the price of a latte a month. <laughs> you can become a Fundamentals Plus subscriber at the homepage. There's a little FM Plus button. It's also only $30 a year if you prefer lump sums. Think of that as as four lattes for everyone. I don't know. They, they've got like soy <laughs> and drizzles and stuff on them. But <laughs> it gives you access to exclusive essays, which we're going to probably do a lot more of once Game of Thrones season ends and we're not completely distracted. Mm-hmm. Uh, exclusive podcasts, exclusive live hangouts, exclusively, and store discounts. Uh, so yeah, consider that. It goes a really long way in making our site sustainable. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that's, the, that's the pitch. I love selling yeah. it. Okay. Also, if you are listening to this podcast for the first time because you are new to maybe not liking Game of Thrones. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. I wonder if my sister's Welcome. listening. We've been uh, not liking Game of Thrones for a few years now. I'm going to push up my hipster glasses yeah. uh, and say that there's, there's quite a lot for you to engage with if you've now decided this show sucks. We hated it before it was cool. 
Yeah. <laughs> and we'll talk about it, but honestly, the more the merrier. Welcome to the side of things where the memes are better and <laughs> the OTP is together forever now. They're the only thing that matters. <laughs> and speaking of that OTP, just so you know, we have used nicknames to make fun of the show for a few years because they're so different from their book characters. But the two that we are 100% committed to using on this podcast, you can't talk us out of it, we will refer <laughs> to... Cersei as Cheryl. We might even call her Carol this episode, which is her slightly nicer alter ego. Yeah, before she um, before she was wearing a head to toe black armor dresses. <laughs> she's in red, so I guess she's Carol. Yeah, I guess she's and Carol. Her brother lover is Larry Lannister, and everyone calls him the Dumb Lannister. He's a befuddled knight, <laughs> charmingly befuddled. <laughs> now. Some people listen to our feed who don't watch the show, and I have to applaud you on this one because it was long and not fun. Mm-hmm. But as a result, we've actually found it useful to recap the events of Game of Thrones for our listeners. Well, actually, we, we've outsourced it to this lovely man from Republic City. <laughs> Republic City. <laughs> Home of democracy. <laughs> <laughs> So if you watch Legend of Korra, it's just the commentator. If you don't, you, it's some random dude who's totally not anyone on this feed right now is going to give you a recap of this week, Game of Thrones episode, The Bells. Hit it, Shiro. This week on Game of Thrones. Uh... Well, folks, it sure was a doozy, if nothing else. We open on Dragonstone, where Daenerys is sad after losing her dragon and best friend, and her grief is apparently so disturbing that Varys is actively trying to poison her. The Master of Whispers and Subtlety then greets the now-arrived John on the beach of Dragonstone and loudly asks him to be king instead. John refuses. Tyrion turns Varys in to Danny as a traitor for reasons, which Danny already knew <laughs> because reason. it's just so obvious that John would tell Sansa to tell Tyrion to tell Varys about his true parentage. Duh. <laughs> Danny points out that Tyrion wasn't exactly innocent in this whole treason circle dark either, but he apologizes so that gets dropped. Oh yeah, and Danny roasts Varys alive with Drogon as an execution. John goes to talk to Danny, who is mad at him for having told his sister about R plus L equals J. Daddy admits that John's parentage is a threat to her since he is loved in Westeros and she is not. John says he loves her, but when he won't give his aunt the D, she decides that he has <laughs> left. All she has left as a leader is fear. The next day, Tyrion tries to tell Danny not to burn down King's Landing since the people who live there are being held hostage by Cersei. Danny believes she needs to for reasons and that her mercy is being used against her by Cersei. Instead, it's much more merciful to take out Cersei and the people of King's Landing so that future people of King's Landing won't have such a bad ruler. Tyrion at least tells her that she should give them a chance to surrender by ringing those famous surrender bells everyone knows King's Landing has. Oh yeah, also Jamie was caught trying to sneak past the lines and, and John's massive northern army arrived in two days. Also Arya and Sandor are there because they're doing a double revenge thing. Anyway, Tyrion has Davos place a dinghy outside the Red's Keep's lower level for his brother, who he goes and frees from the unsullied tent. That's not treasonous. Jamie explains that he doesn't care about the people of King's Landing. He just wants to get back 
back to Cersei. That sounds like the Jamie Lannister I know. Tyrion <laughs> encourages him to take her and flee in the dinghy to the free cities where they can start over. Do I hear spin-off potential? <laughs> it's finally time for the battle. Now the battle is over. Danny effectively dive bombs the Iron Fleet and takes all of them out, as well as the Scorpions and the Golden Company just outside of the city walls. The Lannister soldiers see they're heavily outnumbered, and Danny perches Drogon atop the building in a display of strength. Cersei, watching from the window, rings the bells of surrender. However, for reasons, Danny gets very upset at the bells and decides to indiscriminately burn King's Landing and all the innocent people living there. Like, literally, she burns them all. Buildings explode, Sandor makes Arya run away, and then he makes Clegane Ball a thing, and they both die. Euron swims out of the bay somehow and happens upon Jamie, and they fight to the death. Jamie wins, but is mortally wounded in the process. I mean, stabbed through the fucking stomach, but he still makes it back to Cersei, and they head down to the Red Keep to escape. I swear this isn't a fever dream, but their exit is blocked off. So they die holding one another as Cersei cries how much she wants to live. Uh, oh, and on the ground, we follow Arya as she escapes the crumbling, burning city, pausing only for some brief tragedy porn with a random mother and daughter. She eventually finds Harry Strickland's abandoned horse <laughs> and rides out. <laughs> What will happen next? It's really hard to say I care, but we'll find out anyway on next week's Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's probably Good too job, much work. You should do something like with the music when you start losing it. Like something. Like the music just sad should, like, comes yeah, like, no, like the music should just get like kind of like long. I don't know. Probably too much work. I honestly want to do like SpongeBob music backing the whole thing. <laughs> That would be kind of like, hilarious. You should have read it all as Patrick. <laughs> oh my god. So, as I was writing this recap, normally I exaggerate or I just frame things in a certain way for reasons. Mm-hmm. But, no, no. Like, I, I feel yeah. as if I didn't actually paint the absurdity of this episode well enough. <laughs> it really is, like, incredible. Like, the whole time I was watching it, I'm like, what? How did this happen? How did we get here? I was, like, incredulous. See, like, the thing is, I've been asking that question since, like, the beginning of season five. But I at least thought that they would get their shit together for, like, the finale episodes, you know? Like, Why I, would you think that, though? Because in all, <laughs> on all the seasons, they've always had, you know, sh- you know, shenanigans ensue, but then, like, Bastard Bowl, and then, like, shenanigans mm-hmm. ensue, and then Flashy Battle. And, like, I, I mean, I guess up until season seven, they had the Flashy Battle thing going on. Where... Yeah, but the flashy battles have been dumb this whole time. They've always but, been dumb, but they've at least been, like, flashy and not and th- it's this at incoherent. Least, it's at really? least followed the trajectory of the season to a certain extent. Like, like Cheryl burning everything down at the end to get out of her trial. That was the tension that was at least building, was how is she going to get out of this trial, right? Like, that mm-hmm. was the season-long arc for her. Right. So this is just kind of like... Okay, the Night's King is disposed of after three episodes, so the dead thing is over. So now we're building to this Cersei battle, but oh no, plot twist! Danny's the evil queen. <laughs> but it's it's like it's it's you know what it is? It's the same thing that we've seen with other stuff. It, it's not really a plot twist if you just like pull it out of your ass. 
You have to yeah. actually seed it, but they don't want us to see these things coming, so they don't actually see it seed it because they want us to be shocked. They want to exp- um, <laughs> they want to twist our expectations. They want to subvert them. That's exactly. like their oh thing God. now. It's a meme now. Yeah, I've heard that so much in the past few weeks, especially on so the uh, folk subreddit. Yeah, it's just like expectations subverted. <laughs> yes, but we have studied. At least you and me, Julia, have studied <laughs> yeah. deeply how D&D go about subverting expectations for a number of years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and- it's called the Character 180. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And we've seen these before, but let me ask, honestly, could you have predicted it would come apart this much? No. no. That's the thing. It's like, I, I am shocked by how disappointed I am. But you can't predict randomness you know <laughs> like just but even like this level of randomness is beyond it's 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 shock twists and 180s for every single resolution that there needs to be i think is what the issue is mm-hmm. so at least in the past if there's a 180 like oh my god stannis after bonding with shireen all year burns shireen right yeah you know at least that's yeah. one plot line one arc and then it's kind of spread out and there's other stuff going on mm-hmm. this is the main driving tension Danny's the boss battle now. Like mm-hmm. everyone is sucked into this, and then like you know, Jamie is just kind of ruined as well. Yeah, I think he got the <laughs> yes. shaft the most. I mean, I think so. Diving, delving back into um, Unabashed Book Snobbery history, I think at some point in time, <laughs> the the idea of an invisible cat on a chessboard was floated as a metaphor for this show, where there's like an invisible cat knocking around pieces on a chessboard. And everyone's mm-hmm. looking at it and saying, "Ah, oh, this is so incredible! Like, look at how look at how intelligent this this movement is on the chessboard." But really, it's just an invisible cat fights fucking shit up. That's exactly what this is. That's why you can't predict it because who fucking knows what the invisible cat's going to hit next? And this whole right. episode, there was just a cat on the chessboard. Yeah, yeah, but it was at like least that. It randomness. seemed like they knew there was a cat like, on the chessboard. A cat on a chessboard that has a hate boner for Dan- for Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think you might be right, Kylie, about just, like, everything happening at once. But just, I don't know, I didn't feel like this was a substantial drop in quality. Like, No, no, I'm not saying is that. This, is this really worse than, like, Falaria having a conversation with Larry about how great his breaking of sexual taboos is and then killing his daughter in the next scene? Like, but is it worse than that? I think... It might be worse than Folaria or any other character. Remember when she stabbed Doran? <laughs> yes. Remember that? Yeah, she she destroyed half I mean, Martell. Is that to worse than Larry Martell. saying he doesn't care about the people of King's Landing? <laughs> I mean, I think I, it's I think it's worse because it's the it's more the main plot, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and also like Jamie and Danny, especially with Danny. I mean, these are the main characters, and we have been told certain things about them for eight years now. So it's kind of like we're being punished for paying attention, mm-hmm. um, especially with Danny, who has been framed mm-hmm. as a hero literally until what this episode, last episode, <laughs> right? People ignored her at a party. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like even when she roasted the Tarly is alive, she gave a speech right before that. That's like Cersei has said, I'm going to come here and destroy your cities. That's not me. So like, even with her quote-unquote worst impulses, it's never been like this. It's never been indiscriminately killing mm-hmm. innocent yes. people. Like, and what? So, so this like, is a, a dichotomy yeah, that... But they have... Oh, this is a dichotomy that I'm, I'm kind of fascinated in because 
we one of the things we're specifically told about Daenerys in the early seasons is that she's a ruler that's going to be loved, and she loves the small folk. She loves the people, and she actually cares yes. about them, and that makes her different. I mean, she she really does, even in the show universe, care about people enough to literally have abolished slavery in a section of yeah. the continent. Yes. And, and she spends, like, all her time hearing their, like, minor complaints. Right. Know? So it's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's not out of nowhere to say that she, like, does genuinely care. The problem, I think all the problems began when she and Tyrion entered the same stage, because then mm-hmm. they gave all of those positive qualities to Tyrion and made her someone he needed to control. Yeah, yeah, like the yes. whole like the whole thing became about Tyrion needing to like, you know, use his influence and guile to control her. Because he's such a good guy. Yeah. Right? Like he's he's just so good that if he's and he the needed a anyone, project. <laughs> like the important thing was that his character needed a project. Right. He's like he's so so good that if he's in the room with anyone, it's like how only one person in the room can ever be smart at a time. If he's yeah. in the room, he's the goodest guy there. And there's Which no is- one that can compete. And it's a mark of how shit the writing is, too, because to make this happen, they had to then also have Tyrion be the mouthpiece for these horrible fucking military plans that, like, yeah. cost yeah. Danny any advantage she could have. But, yeah, but like, did, even going back- Did it cost her anything, considering how one-sided this battle was? Well, that, yeah, that's a good point. Mm. Like, why were they even worrying about a truce? They could, they did yeah. all this with one fucking dragon, and, like- And this is, like, when it- their forces were, are, like, what, like, a third of what they were before? I don't know. They were magically Dothraki again. They were unsullied right, yeah, again. Yeah. Why didn't they invade? In and before, they still didn't have the Golden two. Company. So just like... It's really funny how, you know, it wasn't too long ago that Euron and uh, Cheryl just, like, pwned Team Danny, but now, like, the Scorpions <laughs> are just weak now when they used to be magic, and Drogon <laughs> on his own on his own can just do all of this damage when she couldn't do this with two dragons. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, can I also can I talk a little bit about battle logistics? I'm, I mean, we might get in, into this, or maybe jumping ahead. But please so do. King's Landing, if you look at a map, is sort of uh-huh. oblong shaped with the Red Keep on the easternmost end along the, the sea, and then it's sort of like oblong east to west. Um, mm-hmm. From what I could tell from the episode, they brought all their foot soldiers on the western side. And, yeah, like by uh-huh. the Lions Gate. The desert right. side, the car- the carved side. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's where all the scorpions were. And that's all fine and dandy. Except that there didn't seem to be any scorpions near the Red Keep. Nope. Also, like, Dragonstone is to the east, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. I mean, but the, the, the Iron Fleet was the in the bay, there, so yeah. I get that. That that makes sense. Like they couldn't, they couldn't like Blackwater it, right? Because they couldn't. No, no, couldn't. no. What I what I'm just saying is, why didn't they retake Dragonstone while Danny was fighting in the north? Because they know she has dragons, and maybe that's going to be of strategic importance. I mean, people mm-hmm. in King's Landing have never cared about Dragonstone like in a long time. <laughs> like, remember when um, Larry and Cheryl were talking about? Oh yeah, she's in Dragonstone right across the way, and they just didn't care. <laughs> Yeah. I guess it was important. They're like, she's in Dragonstone and using our Wi-Fi. That's how close she is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where, like, the battle logistics didn't make a lot of sense to me because there's, like, all these scorpions and, like, the dragon could could burn them and, like, that's all good. But Jorgon didn't even need to be on that side of the city. He could have just come up on the eastern side and gone directly to the Red Keep. So this entire attack of all the people... It, it's it wasn't even like remotely necessary because Drogon didn't need to be in that area of the city at all. For some reason, have... oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say, for some reason, it's just 
it's as if it's as if like she can't go to the keep. Like they, mm-hmm. no one ever brings it up. Like when they were first talking about it, they were like, yes. "Oh my god, you can't burn the city!" And it's like, yeah. And the whole time we were shouting, "No, just go to the castle and, and eat, eat Cheryl. Cheryl!" Like, what's the problem? <laughs> and now she doesn't do that even more. She just, um, she just burns the whole city instead of instead of the keep. It's like, what is she doing? Like this is just yeah. to show, oh, she's the Mad Queen Danny. She's crazy now. Like that's the only reason why they did this. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's exactly what I was going to say. They just keep painting this false dichotomy that it's like you could either do this very humanitarian option, which is usually a not siege? humanitarian. Yeah. It's like a siege or it's like, you know, let's just burn all the Iron Fleet, you know, humanitarianly. Mm-hmm. Or you can burn down the city to take out Cheryl. And it's like there's no there's no middle ground. There's no just like nope. take out Cheryl right now. Burn yep. the Red Keep. Target everything on the Red Keep because you have a fucking dragon. <laughs> like, what? Right. So, I mean, and- like... I have a question for everybody. Why is it that this turn to suddenly um, Mad Daenerys didn't work? Because someone, I was talking to somebody at work today, and we both agreed that it didn't work. But I couldn't articulate why it just, like, didn't work. I mean, you can't say exactly that it wasn't seated, because our retrospective last year was all about how Tyrion is trying to control this crazy lady who has these like violent impulses. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's but not like, on, it's not totally unseated, but it still didn't yeah. make sense. No, it's, it's, it's not like it just, I think, I, I think just because of like the specific circumstances of which she like suddenly went berserk and mm-hmm. like how unnecessary it was and maybe how she was being like, perfectly reasonable before like in this very episode she was just like sad her best friend died so she forgot to brush her hair but like other than that she was fine the reason the reason why it doesn't work for me is because it's basically she's just having regular human emotions at this point grief and Mm -hmm. anger and you know loneliness and all of that Mm -hmm. and yet it's framed as if, oh, you know, mm-hmm. like last episode when Vera yeah, saw like she's her looking verge, lonely yeah. at the party. Like, oh, she has emotions. Oh, the bitch must be crazy. Like, let's get her some money. <laughs> yeah. She's having a bad period. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're absolutely right. I hadn't even thought about it that way. Yes. Like, because yeah, okay, like, I, like, I think it depended on us seeing her as like, like, you know, like on the knife's edge of this happening for several <laughs> episodes now. But it's like, no, because I mean, even before, like, uh, the last time we saw, uh, Danny's reaction shot before she went on her out of character murder rampage, yeah. she didn't even look crazy. She looked like she was crying. Mm-hmm. Like she looked like it was still her grief. Like, okay, these, uh, you know, this is Cersei city, you know, they kill Miss Sandy, fuck the bells. I'm I'm angry like I'm not thinking about it. But it didn't feel like an Aerys Targaryen thing like oh yes no. I'm going to murder them. So mm-hmm. she's she's still like they want us to believe that she's just crazy. But it yeah. just it feels kind of it I it kind of felt the same uh thing as when John got pissed at Ramsay in the Battle of the Bastards, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he yeah, just lost the same. It. Yeah, he like yeah, yeah he like um uh, uh Ramsay killed Rickon and he totally lost it. Yeah. Yes. And then yeah. they made him king. 
but he has a penis, so I guess it's okay when he gets angry. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Like, but I don't like, think that's, I think that's a ident- very good point. Yeah, like, I think you're how- identifying it really. Yeah, I, 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 wow. Is it is it sexism? Does it always come back to sexism? Is that the always? Thing that yeah. Yeah. Always. I, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> always. It's a good bet. And also, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I keep cutting go, you off. I'm go sorry. Ahead. You're the cast. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I, yeah I'm very, I'm very emotional about this. So, but, <laughs> oh, watch yeah, out! You're just, crazy if you got emotions. I, oh yeah, oh yeah. I need some, I need some my doll. I'm on my period. But anyway, <laughs> um, okay. It's just I also hate that they went out of their way to completely <laughs> demonize her and make her from morally gray to pitch black. Yeah, just so you wouldn't be mad when John. I guess John is going to kill her. I don't know, but. The thing I is, think the next episode is all about is going to be all about like man, John's man pain as he decides he has yes, to kill her. It's going to be all great about to him, watch. all mm. about him getting the mind all ready for her. But <laughs> like the way they're doing it, it's like okay, let's let's make sure that she is completely irredeemable now. Let's make right. her only attack after they have surrendered. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like it would have made like way children. more sense. Yeah, like because we all know that Daenerys Targaryen doesn't give a fuck about children. Like she yeah. only crucified <laughs> slavers because they crucified children, but no, she doesn't care about children, mm. I guess. Okay. It's just like even like with like what they said outside the episode was basically that like <laughs> oh my God. she sees the red keep and she like just thinks about like everything that her family has lost that she has lost and she decides to like make it personal. But like uh, what does that making have it to personal, do? Yeah. What does I, that have to do with all the like people hiding in their houses? Like just go to the castle and eat Cheryl. This is some kind of bastardized spark notes of <laughs> yeah. Daenerys's yes. complicated relationship with the concept of home. Yeah, I also just what about what about seeing the Red Keep makes her like she doesn't have a particular connection to her family. That's kind of the whole thing about being the last Targaryen. There, what yeah. what personal? Yeah. There is no personal. It's not like this is the castle where she was born, even or that she remembers or anything like that. It's like that's the whole point is that her concept of home is built on what people tell her she should she should want, but not mm-hmm. on something yeah. she actually has an emotional connection to. She just wants a house with a red door. Right, yes. which is in Pentos or Dorne, depending on what theories you. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> let's not talk about Lemon Gate. Oh my god, <laughs> it's in Bravos, actually. Bravos. But but here's the thing, though. Like, let's say what they're saying is correct. Like, the Red Keep was in was built by her ancestors. So why would that mm-hmm. piss her off? Well, like, because that doesn't make any it. sense. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, they're saying it, and I was like, so she wants to burn down their architecture? Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's like when someone suggested destroying the castles in the north, and it was like, wait, whoa, whoa, we don't need to, the castle didn't do anything. But Blair, I think you have, like, 100% the right of it, where they just want to make her totally irredeemable, because, like, in the books, I could see... King's Landing burning. There's yes. pieces of wildfire everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very yeah. seated. Like, like if she had, like, accidentally started yes. the whole city burning because yes. she was trying to burn the castle and the wildfire went off, mm-hmm. and, like, there was kind of, like, not really, like, a misunderstanding, but, like, people kind of, like, taking her grayness and making it pitch black, basically, yes. without her actually being pitch black. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, that would be something. But, like... I just but we know we know her. We're in her head. Yeah, I just don't yeah. see her like no. oh fuck these children. I'm gonna burn them now. Like what? Deliberately choosing that. The way that yeah. I thought that the episode was gonna go was that the bells thing, that Cersei would use the bells as like a trick, that she would like ring the bells and oh then all the army stops and then she would like wait and then reattack or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I could see that being more like because Daenerys is on her dragon, maybe she sees like the army still marching through the streets and she realizes it's a trap. 
And so she keeps burning things, but then like John's on the ground yeah. and he's like, "Oh no, what the fuck is happening?" And he thinks, "Oh, she's that would have been clever, like that." Yeah, like, yeah. and it would be like a sort of tragic misunderstanding. Yes, you know, or yeah. if or, or no. if they went this way, if they went this way to um, still go the Mad Queen route, I would think it would have been um, better if um, she gets upset and goes on the rampage before they surrender, and when they do surrender. She's so, you know, she's so into it. She's, you know, so into her own rage that she either doesn't process that the bells are ringing or that she doesn't care. Or maybe she can't control Drogon. Yeah. Maybe Drogon doesn't like the bells. Yeah. Yeah. Or have her destroy the bell towers um, before (laughs) they can ring ring it. Like, why not? Can we, like, sidebar and talk about these bells? I mean, from both a Watsonian and a Doyle's perspective, let's talk about these bells. The bells were the crypts of this episode. Like, they're totally safe. They're totally just gonna make everything uh, better. No, just like, first of all, like, they have these, like, bells, which apparently are only there in case the city wants to surrender one day. No, no, no. No, Julia, they have before. mentioned this. They mentioned this in season two when uh, they're sailing into Blackwater Bay. So Davos uh-huh. is talking and there's some Stannis worshiper that's like, they're ringing the bells. It must be for their new king. And Davos is like, no, I don't recall them ever ringing bells for surrender. And like, even <laughs> even before that, they're like, oh, I hate these bells. They're so annoying. They're always ringing for like death or something. Yeah, or, like, yeah. The city I mean, the I guess they like, don't like, ring for surrender. Tyrion sent Larry in with the message to ring the bells if they surrender, I guess. But like, also just like the way that they kept saying the bells, the bells, the bells, yeah. the bells for like 15 oh, minutes. Roll credits. <laughs> and it was, it also was like one bell that we, I mean, there probably were multiple bells, but we were only shown <laughs> one bell. And then like they cut to like, just like, the bell tower in the midground. Yeah. Like, who, who rang that bell? Because Cersei definitely didn't give an order. It was like, probably we Martha. Watch- yeah. It was just some lone guy ringing a bell because it was one fucking bell. I don't know. Like, at some point on the episode, you could start to hear the extras shouting, ring the bells, the bells. Yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah. And I'm like, who Loved are they it. talking to? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're talking Cheryl. to us. They're telling us, hey, we're about to ring the bells. Oh but, my um, but to bring it back, um, I don't know if this should be for Carol's section, but this is kind of about why, why the Mad Queen thing didn't work with Danny. Um, yeah. this is more about Carol, but they went out of their way to make her not the bad guy this episode, even though last episode she was twirling her mustache and smirking and murdering <laughs> Missandei and cold blood and, oh, I dare you to burn us. You know what I, I mean? Know, even last episode she, like, randomly didn't want to kill Tyrion when she had the clear opportunity yes. to. Oh, well, that's because she read the script. Like, she knows yeah. that they have one episode left, but... <laughs> she knows that she's not the final villain. It's actually Danny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that was another reason why it didn't work because I'm like, okay, you are deliberately taking all of the nuance out of this. Like, why is Cersei not even being Cheryl at this moment? She's being Carol. Like, what is this? Like, she, I thought. Carol is a hardworking (laughs) soccer mom. She just wants to protect her children and just like everybody is all just patriarchy at her all the time. She just, <laughs> she just wants and to she she really Yeah. She just and she tries so hard. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't want, she doesn't want to die. She just wants good things for her kids. Yeah. She's really, she's really put upon. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she has a bit of a problem with wine, but you know, yeah, nothing that and, your average housewife doesn't have. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was why, because I thought what I thought they were going to do since they showed, um, 
this this long reaction shot of people saying, oh, you know, ring the bells. And then Cersei wasn't doing anything. I was like, oh, okay, she's going to refuse to surrender because that's in character for well, Cersei, I guess it's my fault for wanting her to be Cersei. But <laughs> yeah, I thought that they were going to do that. So it's like, okay, well, neither one of these people are, you know, both of these people are problematic right now. You know, there is morally grayness going on. You know, Cersei is refusing to surrender. So Danny is just going to fuck everybody up. But no, she surrenders and oh, please don't hurt me. Oh, whatever. I'm going to burn you anyway. Like, <laughs> that's why it didn't work. where she was like in full on denial this episode that wasn't yes. really apparent ever before yeah that was very yeah. odd she was very she, she no, was very out of character the red cape has never fallen no i mean it depends happen. how you define fallen i think yeah and i'm like i'm like you're okay your dad kind of yeah i was gonna say literally your father oh, somebody somebody opened the gates for them i think that, uh, so that might not well count. yeah Fair I'm thinking enough, yeah. of like uh Amy's the first if that counts well or, fuck stannis almost got there i mean yeah within recent memory too and then she's she's crying everywhere i'm like who is (laughs) this person like but you know what her and kyburn they were cute together like when they held hands i'm like this is a good bro tp i (laughs) thought we're gonna kiss no seriously i thought it was like end of the world like okay we might as well go for it but no he he got killed by his own creation because aren't D&D clever little boys that was that was the only death that kind of i was like all right i guess that makes sense whatever <laughs> well, because like there's something inside Gregor's zombie brain that just hates his brother so much. I mean, I think we're going to talk about this a little more later. Oh, I can't wait to talk about Clegane Bow. That was comedy gold for me. Like that was so funny. <laughs> well, let's just round out, you know, Mad Queen Danny. So we talked, yeah, Bellgate, which like I knew that this was coming with the spoilers, yeah. and still it was so bad in the execution. I couldn't believe it. It was very bad. Yeah. 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 Well, then, including that Grey Worm, I guess he's just taking yeah. his cue from Danny, but. I know he's, he seems, all, for- he's all like, you know, he's all angsty because his girlfriend died, which is reasonable, I suppose, but just like, but, but like translates into killing people. Like, timeline wise, Danny starts to burn all the children yeah. first, and then Grey Worm attacks, right? Yeah, Danny begins to burn again, and then it's still like the Unsullied and the Northern Army staring at the Lannister troops who have already surrendered. Yeah, they've all thrown down their swords. And then Grey Worm just like throws a spear into them. Yeah, I and, mean, like, okay, we're gonna keep just He's following his commander. I don't think that that's yeah. too weird. And I mean, not for not like I don't I don't support this strategy, but scorched earth is a war strategy, you know, just to kill everything no matter what. So not after they surrendered. <laughs> like like just- it is a it is a war strategy, but they had already laid down their weapons. So I don't know, there's just something about it that seemed more like, yeah, Danny, I, I'm in this with you too. That was less like, well, I, I don't know. I all my all summer. my knowledge of war strategy comes from playing civilization. Um, so, like, when I'm playing... Yeah, you don't want to get a warmonger penalty. Well, but, like, when I'm playing Civilization, I'm, like, and I'm, like, really it's hate somebody. It's ancient era. I'll, like, go in and I'll, like, destroy all their farms and shit, and they'll be, like, contacting me to try to, like, make peace. And I'm, like, nah, I don't want to make peace. I want to destroy your farms and take your gold and take your cities. So, well, it's, me, like, you know, it's <laughs> shitty to do, but it's a, a thing that happens. So, it's, I, like... I don't know. I get really annoyed whenever they have Tyrion walk through these like war torn scenes and he looks around yeah. like so shocked. Oh, totally. He's like the they, fucking. We have this Pikachu one commenter man. on the live blogs who like spends all his time saying, "Why is Danny the only one not allowed to wage war?" <laughs> and they have a very good point. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I'll say this about Grey Worm: like the way I don't know the way the actor was directed, it was kind of like he was like, "Oh, Danny's. Oh, she's." 
killing people oh okay i guess i will too like that's kind of like it didn't feel like it was a strategy and i also think it was another way to further um demonize her to just show you know showing dothraki and beyond sully just slaughtering civilians because that's how they do i guess and i mean they spend a lot of time telling us that the dothraki will only sack cities if you tell them to and things like that right 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 and Mm -hmm. it's also like a bit uncomfortable like um I don't know, like, I don't think this was done on purpose, but since they were on a mission to completely demonize Danny, I did notice it. It was like, okay, like, there's already this huge, like, problem with race in this show, especially with Danny and her people. And now we have to see all of these brown people, like, attack all of these white people who are running and, you know, they're unarmed and it's mostly women and children we're seeing get killed. And it's like, yeah. okay, like, also, I'm sorry, I'm all over the place, but about the civilians yeah. suffering, I was like, okay, it's really funny that when Danny goes, when Danny has her bad period and starts attacking innocent people, that we see it like in great detail. But when when Cheryl had her bad period in the season six finale, and she <laughs> blows up the set, we don't see any suffering. Like yeah, it's just apparently five the small folk love her and want yeah. them to protect yeah. them, want her to protect them. Just I'm so it, confused as to like it's just this idea that the small folk love Cheryl now. It's so transparent too because they have not given a shit about the small folks' perspective at, like, all. at all through this show. But now they care when it's time to uh, you know demonize Danny and say that she's the Mad Queen. Right. Yeah, and, and it's so like they said in the outside of the episode that oh we wanted to keep our sp- perspectives and sympathies with the people on the ground who were actually paying the price. But at the same time, which first of all, if the show had ever done that before, then okay, maybe this makes sense. Fine, but yeah. it hadn't. This I mean, is also a big moment, like a character moment. Whatever we think of it for Danny, it yeah. is the character we've been with for eight years making this choice. And I think Jess said this in yeah, her she view. Did. We don't see her at all. Like, you don't see her er- like after like Bellgate happened. You never see her again. You mm-hmm. just see like Drogon's belly, basically. And it's yeah. like that's that that would be seeing her face. That would be the proof to, to determine if this is just her at her low point or if this is her legitimately being insane. Because if she's like crying or something, this is her in her grief, right? But if she's yeah. like laughing or whatever, like Eris, then we know. Okay, yeah, she is the Mad Queen now. So it's yeah. like they deliberately hid that because I think they know in their hearts that she would not be, you know, laughing or whatever. She would be pissed or crying or something because I she's mean, that's, that's, assu- that's that's making a big assumption that they have hearts and they feel things in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, sure. <laughs> but I, <laughs> this, this, this show is almost making me want to defend Ares because mm-hmm. at least he like he his idea was well if i'm gonna die i'm taking everyone out with me because i'm a dragon Eris wasn't even this bad (laughs) yeah Yeah, Eris Eris thought that he was going to become a dragon so he was like okay well i need a big fire so i can do this but i think even he would be like okay daughter wait you're just you're killing them why okay (laughs) right it's like it's the, the motivation i think the whole episode i think the theme of this episode is Things are unmotivated. Every, every plot line, every, like, nothing makes any sense because of that. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's very difficult. Like, this, this episode is basically game of character assassination. Like, basically. Wait. And, and, but just a note on the small folk thing. We don't get the viewpoint of the small folk because all we get is our main characters surrounded by small folk extras. 
Yeah, you know, yeah. we don't follow. Feel sad for them. I mean, yeah, we follow Arya, who, who her plot armor protects her while small folk die around her. So that that's not yeah. Arya thing. Now just discovered the horrors of war. Honest, like, honestly, that didn't even bother me seeing her plot armor because I mean, we already saw her her freaking stomach and uterus and all of that gets slashed to pieces by the asshole in season six right oh my god good point and with all the like dirty canal water shit water and all of that and she was able to like run around and do assassin's creed parkour like right after that so i mean she should have used her parkour skills i was waiting for her to like scale the building and do total assassin's creed i was waiting for her to her to just do her seo auditory thing but it never happened <laughs> no, but she uh with the horse coming at the end, oh, it's more it. um it was Big Boss confirmed for that. I love yeah. that horse. But, like, that horse is iconic. I, <laughs> okay, speaking of that horse, which I went back and watched and it is Harry Strickland's oh horse. My God. <laughs> like Can I okay. can I read into the record my my note at the end of my notes? I was Yeah, as counselor you may. I was drinking yeah, she was, a good amount of wine while this and I was, I just make like notes in a Google Doc. Um, mm-hmm. And at the end, I wrote, sh- I wrote a few things. I wrote, "Shadow Facts is here for you, Aria," and I wrote, <laughs> "I love when actors, I love when actors are being all dramatic with horses, and the horse is like, hey yo, I'm a horse, no fucks given.'" <laughs> <laughs> because like, that's what it looks like. Oh, don't and mind me. I'm just chilling amongst all this murder. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No. Because the whole setting was so dramatic, and Arya is like reaching for it. She's like slowly, covered in and ash a shot and of blood her and everything. And the horse is literally just like, "Here I am. <laughs> I'm a horse." <laughs> it was so bad. Also, also, because again, it is Harry Strickland's horse. It has the same like hair I, I, mane, mane. That's the word for it. Um, oh, it's coach. the same color, same no. little little horsey nose. We saw. <laughs> Harry Strickland get melted off his horse? Um, yeah, let's talk about that. Oh. Let's talk about the Golden Company and why they exist. They were so useful. They made so much difference to the story. Like, I can't imagine. No, it's just like the whole, them. like, we just spent two seasons being hyped up about how, like, Cheryl is actually a threat. Mm-hmm. And, like, they dealt with any military threat that she was in about 10 minutes. Well, you know, it's because no, the Golden like Company. It's because the Golden yeah, Company. Yeah, I mean, like we saw all these spoilers about how one sided this battle was. And we we're all like, how can it be one sided? But like, here it was. It was over in like five minutes. It's because they didn't and then have the rest elephants. of it was just Danny going apeshit for no reason. Which is hilarious because um, wasn't it last episode when Varys was like, "Well, now we are both perfectly even." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, Jan. <laughs> what is happening? I need to flip a table. This is this, this show is gets ridiculous. So, she learned how to dive bomb out of the sun. Like that's what happened. She learned that they don't have sunglasses. If they had had fucking lamp black in Westeros, none of this would have happened. Well, she's well, she's oh she's crazy now. So that made her OP, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about the plot the plot based uh, accuracy on those scorpions. Oh my god, yeah, yes. <laughs> but uh, about the Golden Company, though, someone joked they were like the Golden Company. <laughs> made more impact uh, made more impact in the trailers than they did in the actual show (laughs) that person is not wrong oh that's very true though the one thing i will say in defense of the golden company is that i still think they made more impact on this battle than john i mean john has this exact same thing in every battle he just kind of stands there looking like confused he has nothing to do at this point like he's no, just, he has to he has to put the crazy bitch down next episode. Oh yeah, well that, but before that, yeah, like his parentage is just like 
a, a mean secret for yeah, them to make just, Danny I, mad. I just don't understand. Do they not remember back in season two when fucking Stannis was sending out all these ravens about how Joffrey, Marcella, and Tommen were bastard children and not legitimate? And how everybody got them was like, we don't believe that shit because we followed Lannister. Well, like, they, they found it, like, they probably believed it, but, like, it didn't actually, like, change anything. Right, so it's like the John's, John's parentage makes no difference to anything unless you have, like... Unless a, people already are disposed to believe it. Right. And it's, like, totally unprovable. So, like, send, like I think Varys was, what Varys was doing in the beginning was sending out letters about, like, guess who's Rhaegar's trueborn son? Like, who's gonna believe that shit when but, they get it? Like, I think the argument is supposed to be... The argument is supposed to be that clearly John is a, going to be a great king because he's such a great leader, and Danny is so obviously unstable, yeah. and she's the bad Targaryen coin flip. And this is supposed to be obvious to us as the audience. Oh, it's okay. I was just going to say I had two things to say about that. Like, for one, yeah. well, Varys the Spider was the one that told people about R plus L, and everyone knows that he's trustworthy, so they would believe him. So obviously. <laughs> But also, but also, like, I think it's really hilarious that all of a sudden we're supposed to give a shit about, um, you know, who has the true claim to the throne when motherfucking Cersei, who has no yeah. claim whatsoever, <laughs> it, you know what I mean? Like, now we're supposed yeah. to care when when uh, Oberyn, the, the second son uh, Martell, his baby mama and his bastard children, they had, you know, Dorn and, you know, Cersei <laughs> has a throne. So why should we even care that John is, you know, the Targaryen heir? Why should and we I care? I thought they were here to break the wheel. Right. Like, uh, oh my God. Oh my, that, God. oh my God. I feel like I, I just really hate that they wrote that because you can tell that they wrote that just to make her sound cool, but they weren't ever going to commit to that. Yeah. I know, but just like if they, they repeated it, like they kept shoving it into season seven and having Tyrion being like, you can't break the wheel if you do this. Like, what the fuck, dude? What does this mean? I love your Tyrion accent. I do. I really, I love your Tyrion. I kind of want you to like record like my voicemail box. Remember message. when Peter Dinklage started using the same accent when he was playing like a, a dwarf in uh, the Marvel movies? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot about that. Oh my god, someone, I feel like Peter is under duress, like, I saw, <laughs> I saw a video of him, and they were like, so what do you think of the new season, and you know, the ending and stuff, and he was like, there are no better writers in TV right now than David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, and they're just so amazing, and someone said it was kind of like when Sansa in season two was under duress, and she was like, oh, I love my beloved Joffrey. Like, was, he, was he, like, blinking in Morse code? Do we need, like, no rescue? <laughs> He looked like he was in pain. Like, I mean, there's a cottage, uh, there's a cottage industry basically now of people making memes of the actors that shit talking the show. Yes, or like trying not to shit talk the show, but just like not being able to oh, hide their poor, laughter. Poor Amelia Clark. Yeah, yeah, poor her. She's like best season ever. <laughs> this interviewer is just like, did you finish filming? So she's nodding. And did you like how it ended? And her face just gets so pained. And yeah. you're like, oh, girl. She's, I mean, my, she's favorite, my favorite is a Kid Harrington one where uh, the interviewer <laughs> asks him how he would describe the end of the season. And he says disappointing. Yeah. And the interviewer gets a like, look on her face. And she like looks at her producer behind the camera. She's like, is that loud? <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I meant epic. Yeah. One of those two. <laughs> He was being serious, though. He knew he had to catch himself, but he meant that shit. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Although then he also came out with that interview where he was like, if you don't like it, fuck you, because everyone worked hard on it. It's like, okay. They they were keeping his last check hostage. He had to say that. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't like, doubt that people worked hard on it. I just don't think that they did a good job. Sometimes you can work really hard and still fuck something up. It happens all the time. Yeah, I hate that. And kind of also, we're not talk- we're not saying that like the people who rendered the castle CGI. No, or no, were, I'm saying yeah. the writers. Or were I'm regularly those courses. Everybody didn't work hard or do a good job. Everybody can- that didn't touch the script did a good job. <laughs> You can. Oh, you by can the way, by it. the way, do you know who's been the saltiest of the actors? Is Conolith Hill, really, and, and rightfully so, yeah. because Varys was like complete assassination. But his his quote was, um, like basically, he just said he was frustrated about it. I took it very personally as a person, not as an actor or artist. I understood the reactions of previous actors who had been in the same position a lot more than I did at the time. You can't help but feeling you failed in some way that you didn't live up to an expectation. You didn't know about it. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So he was just like, he felt very, very mixed about it. Very psychologically traumatizing to be on this show. I heard that, uh, Amelia said that when she read her script, uh, what was that? No, you, okay, yeah. I, I heard when Amelia uh, said that she she said that when she read the, her final script, like she just had like this out of body experience and she just walked <laughs> aimlessly through the streets of London. Like <laughs> she legit said that she did that. So I'm like, I mean, I feel you like I would uh, just walk through the streets if this were this were my character that mm. I've been playing for eight years. And this is how you do her. Like, I mean, how? And I can only imagine how Nikolai feels about his ending because we all know how much he loves Book Jamie, but they won't let him play Book Jamie. Yeah. So. So yeah. Wait. So we just started yeah. touching on a couple of the other characters. So, um, like like Book Jamie, for example. So like Jamie, how was that for everybody? Oh boy. <sighs> oh boy. Everything hurts. Oh. <laughs> I mean, everything. They had him say the line. I've never cared about the people of King's Landing. Oh my god, I didn't even realize that. Oh my god. Yeah, he said that. You killed Ares, you fucking idiot. I mean, it's not like... He did that for his dad, clearly. It's not like that's the reason why he's the Kingslayer or anything. Oh my god, (laughs) I didn't even... He did it because he loved his dad. But see, what's frustrating about that is, is that, like... In seasons one through three, I think we all can agree that for the most part, you know, Nikolai was playing Jamie Lannister in those seasons. Mm-hmm. And the bad season was when he made the confession about Eris. So it's like, okay, he was Larry after that, like after those mm-hmm. scenes. But now you're trying to <laughs> well, he, Larry, he was Larry those when he scenes. decided to like randomly arrive at King's Landing half, half a season too early. Mm-hmm. And right. Like, be yeah. there for the purple wedding. Well, see, my <laughs> head, can, my head cannon about the Larry thing. I don't know if you guys will agree, but my head cannon about that is that when Jamie Lannister was on his way to King's Landing after, you know, his hand getting cut off in the Heron Hall stuff, he got infested with the parasite that changed his personality. <laughs> and that is why he's Larry now. Oh, he's just like really sick. Yeah, yeah. like he needs help. Like, so that's how I had canon it. <laughs> he needs and help. It seemed, <laughs> and it seems like he was getting a cure, you know, this season, well, the finale of season seven, like he left Cersei. He mm-hmm. left her because he was a John Aris fan for some reason, but he still left her, right? <laughs> yeah. So one, one thing that I, I will say really rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, all of this episode rubbed me the wrong mm-hmm. way. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But they had Euron survive getting blasted in the face with a dragon and like swimming out of the bay so he could. <laughs> 
fight Larry because apparently Eur- Euron and Larry was the confrontation that was promised because <laughs> because what like oh you fuck Cheryl also like is that why yeah. is it, I really it's, think it's, that's it's literally why. it's the war for Cersei's cunt it's what they joked about in season one but that's literally how they framed it because clearly the only fitting death is that they kill each other because they both were into Cheryl this, or whatever. He was Larry's Kettle Black, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you're on Kettle Black. Oh, no, that's great. Actually, someone suggested that we call him You're on Kettle Black, and I can't think of a single reason <laughs> you why. You know what? It's actually, it's accurate. It's accurate. Yeah. It's so good. Well, it's definitely more accurate than calling him Jamie Lannister. Larry didn't care about Lancel, so why should he, why should he care about Euron? Yeah. Like it doesn't oh. even make any sense. Like, so what? Well, how does this? How does this ending for Larry contextualize the shenaniganry with Brienne last episode? But see, well, <laughs> he's a, a rebound, right? Yeah, he just uh, left her and left her. But see, that's what's so weird because, like, just disregarding how this is out of character for Jamie, because we've all come to grips with that. But even with even for Larry, this you know the little hiccup he had with Brienne is so odd because mm-hmm. Larry is a Cersei stand through and through. Right, I think he like, wanted to like never, please the you know, shippers sleep- for an episode. Just and like I don't think there's any point in reading anything more into the whole Brienne thing than that. You think what? what they just that? wanted to have the shippers squee for an episode. But see, no, we're but we're fucking pissed off about it. Like they yeah. should have, they should have well, just left are, us. But... They should, they should have left us alone because mm. honestly, <laughs> <laughs> just they should have fucking left it alone. Because here's the thing: like, I, I think most Jamie and Brienne shippers, like, we really want it in the books, but we we've we don't think the books are going to come out. So we're like, okay, the show is our last hope. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we were like, okay, okay, he knighted her in season. I mean, in uh, episode two, and like he was fucking. I mean, you know, I wrote an article about this with you guys, but he was fucking. Yeah, yeah he was fucking gazing upon her from afar, like he was a fucking Jane Austen character, <laughs> and, and you know, and like Tyrion was fucking talking about Cersei, right? And Larry tuned him out just so he, that he could look at Brienne. And he was like, yeah, Cersei, she, she kind of sucks. Like, I, I don't know what I saw in her. Like, I'm not, I'm not about that anymore. Like, they set it up like we were finally going to get something close to Jamie's arc. But then, and, but then after he fucks her, he's like, eh, well, you know what? I, I don't know. The, the pussy was whack, I guess. I want to go back to Cersei. <laughs> like, and it's like, what is this? Like, well, that's, why well, that's would the you thing. do this? Like these character 180s that I'm like, I would have been okay with Jamie's arc ending with him staying in Winterfell with Brienne. Like I would yes. have been like, like you know, why not? oh, that's nice. He grew but, from these experiences. He became a better person. He stopped. Yeah, you know, they probably the- have like little tall children. But Caroline, yeah. you wouldn't have been as surprised last week when he left. Yeah, we are. So, our expectations <laughs> exactly. need to be subverted. That's the that's the thing. <laughs> they they're like they they think that this is clever writing, but it's like that's not. Literally read the books. That's clever writing. That's a good example of clever writing. I don't think they read Jamie's chapters. I don't think they finished the books. They definitely didn't read A Feast for Crows. Oh, no, for sure. Um, I wrote... uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. No, you're good. I was just going to say on my Tumblr, um, because I'm very bitter, 
uh, I wrote a little parody script um, that's basically like the last uh, scene of Jamie's chapter in the Feast of Crows when he burns Cersei's letter. Mm-hmm. But instead of Jamie, it's, it's D&D. And instead of Cersei's letter, <laughs> it's like Jamie's chapters in the Feast of Crows and the Dance with Dragons. <laughs> and, and, and the assistant is like, okay, guys, so we have the chapters for Jamie's, uh, you know, character arc. You know, he's supposed to get away from Cersei, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, and then they read it. And the assistant is like, okay, so do you guys want to put this in the, in the script? And D&D are like, no, put this in the fire. Yeah. <laughs> so. I oh think that's God. accurate. I think it's accurate, except I don't think they read it. Yeah. But, like, it's just, I, I just don't understand. Like, a lot of people, and I'm petty enough to want an apology for, from people who were saying this. Like, they were like, oh, my God, you guys are so stupid to think that he went back to be with Cersei. Like, he obviously said all of that stuff to Brienne to just, you know, protect her because he didn't want her to follow him. But he's going to kill Cersei. Like, it's so obvious. <laughs> and I'm like, um, oh God, uh, it would be obvious children. if... If D and D like gave a fuck about Jamie's character, but they never have. So mm-hmm. when Jamie said that he was like, when he said that he was going back to go with Cersei, I was like, oh, he just he wants to date her again. I never believed that he wanted to kill her because I'm like, why? Why would he? What was the point? If they wanted us to believe that, then shouldn't he have left? Why? Why have him leave when? um Right. You know what I mean? At that moment, like it didn't make any, I just don't understand the hiccup with Brienne besides, oh, surprise, or, oh, we'll throw the Jamie Brienne shippers a bone. I actually think it could even be the opposite of that. It could be, haha, those shippers think they know it's coming. You and all your books and you still don't know. Yeah. Like, Dancy actually said this to me after watching the episode. Her first comment was, that is an episode written by people who hate their viewers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It really feels like it. But I will say, I'm very sorry for you as a J.B. Brand shipper. However, if you were a Cheryl and Larry shipper, (laughs) guys, they reunited with floor map. How is the healthiest relationship on this show between like two siblings? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, because they missed the point because they just missed the point all the time. Well, can, also, speaking of plot can, armor, can I, how is Larry not very dead? I mean, he he borrowed um, Arya's internal organs from season six. <laughs> That's how he made it. But really quick, um, some people are saying, uh, you know, since we know that D&D are petty, um, a lot of people think that this was their way of kind of like um, punishing Nikolai for daring to be like okay so when is jamie gonna have his character arc because you know he <laughs> oh my god yeah, remember like, when they sent him down to door yeah he behind and the he donkey was, with the bananas and nikolai yeah. was like what the fuck like why is jamie still with cersei like all this time like he he was always complaining to them about that so a lot of people think that they did this to him as a fuck you you know, because I would not put it past them because yeah, they do that. So, yeah, remember what they did to bury the scary, yeah. right? Yeah, we're right. When Ed McElhenney was like yeah. wrote a letter to them saying, "Here's why I think Barry has like a thematic point to Danny and why it's needed," and then they said getting that made them want to kill him even more. Wow, it's like fucking really? It, yeah, like this, this is the kind of stuff they're being? willing to say in interviews. You yeah, know? yeah. So, like, I guess, really? I guess, and they, I guess, they told the Barry actor, "Well, themes are for eighth grade book reports." So. <laughs> 
they're children. They're very immature. And yeah. Through. And it's just... Oh, my God. Because I think Nikolai said... Um, I don't remember if this was him that said this. One of the actors, but I'm pretty sure it was Nikolai. He was like... Um, he was trying to be like, but, you know, but the book character. And they were like, just, just read the script. Like, just... You know, do what right. you're told. Well, like, look at the they, script. They, you know, didn't, they didn't want people to read the books, right? Or is that something I made right. up in my head? No, I, I heard that. Yeah, I read. I read that somewhere, and it's like I think that's very concerning because it's like you you should encourage your actors in an adaptation from a, whatever the source material is, book, comic, whatever, to read the original because exactly the, the whole it's, point is that you're trying to adapt it true to its its meaning. But the books are the books, and the show is the show. <laughs> like, I mean, that's how I. I mean, it. that would be okay if the if the show was any good. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I, well, so I, I don't was, mind it being fanfic. I just want it to be well written yeah, fanfic. Well, like you know, we're, we're like mostly sci fi fans here, so we know about like you know, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and its different continuities mm-hmm. and comic book continuities. We're like, we're fine with that. Yeah. But like, <laughs> well, I was thinking about it's just I, bad. I was thinking about what's the what the problem is, and I think that mm-hmm. when when I mean besides you know the maxims of adaptation that are much, sound much smarter than I'm going to sound, but I think basically if you're going to change stuff between the original and your adaptation, if you change events, that's okay. But if you change like as long as you change the events, but not the characters. So like you can change the events or the order of the events, but as long as the characters are still reacting exactly. as they would yeah. have, that's fine. I even get wildly different stories in that yeah. way, but keep the um, continuity of the characters and, and, and still ca- and, ca- and capture the spirit of the source material as well. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I just I don't see what's so difficult about that. But honestly, like, well, I'm sure it's difficult. It's just not an excuse just, for failing. They yeah. don't care about it. All they cared about was the shocking twist of the red wedding. Yeah. That's what they wanted to adopt, and then they got past it. Yeah, I will say that, like. I was honestly the saddest that Cheryl and Larry didn't make it out because I, <laughs> I am here for like a spinoff where they're just in the free cities together raising a, a kid. Yeah, like, I want that. It's now. just Laryl being Ma- Laryl. Well, I have a question. Exactly. <laughs> Why was yeah. Cheryl pregnant? Because melodrama. So that- yeah, so she could like die saying, "I don't want to die. I want our kid to live." Why? Did, what was the whole thing about like I'm passing it off as yours? You're on though. Like, what did that do? Well, oh my god, yeah, did you guys hear so about much. that? That was so funny. Um, no. Okay, so D and D. Okay, so you know that they said that Danny forgot about the Iron Fleet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so there's a part two to that, and it's so funny. So someone asked them. They were like, "Okay, so everyone's talking about Euron. You know, he heard Tyrion say." that he knew that Cersei was pregnant. And how would Tyrion know that unless, you know, she was already pregnant and, you know, shouldn't that make Euron believe that, mm-hmm. shouldn't that make Euron suspect that the child isn't his? Yeah. And I don't remember if it was D&D or one of the directors, but they were like, yeah, Euron, he wasn't really paying attention to that. <laughs> like, it, it's just part two to Danny what? forgot the Iron Fleet. <laughs> like, what was he doing? I, I mean, honestly, oh, Everybody has dementia. Like I really think, <laughs> I really think that the someone on Reddit I mean, said all that psychopaths the, that he knows have attention deficit disorder. <laughs> I would see Euron is a hooligan. He's a hooligan, and that's why he wasn't paying oh attention. God. Well, you know what else they forgot? They forgot to make sure Jamie always had his golden hand. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, was... I'm not, I'm not gonna go too nuts about things like that, just because, like, it happens. You're not gonna I have mean, the actor wear an unnecessary prop on his hand. How all the is time, it unnecessary but, like... when he's in the scene and he's his hand is also in the scene? If, if he's in the 
I don't know. It must be a pain in the ass to wear that thing. I have a little bit of sympathy for it. I don't because they have so a, much money. Like, the, well, like, you know what? I don't think. Well, because he had two hands, I don't think that that was Jamie and Cersei. I think that that was Nikolai and Lena just holding each other because they're tired <laughs> of their characters being destroyed. <laughs> they do look so hot together, and. When it's the actors and not the characters, you're allowed to say that. They're hugging each other. <laughs> they look so hot together. They're hugging each other. They're like, we're finally done. We're finally off this terrible like, show. Uh, no, I think Lena was comforting him. Like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay that you didn't get to play book Jamie. It's okay. <laughs> like, there's, there's a... Um, go back to Denmark. And, <laughs> yeah, just do it. And, and lots of uh, Nordic noir dramas. It'll be great. <laughs> Someone. Yeah, by the way, there there are YouTube. There's like a YouTube um, channel that does parody inside the episode interviews, and they also have. Um, they always have like uh, a director and uh, one of the producers on there too. Is like the um, what's her name, Carolyn Ceruta? Whatever. I can't. I can't remember her actual name, but the one female producer that's on the show. Mm-hmm. And Caulfield? it's just them. No, I can't. F- oh, fuck. Don't make me find Game of Thrones producers. Hold on. <laughs> I want to cut this out. Uh, it might be, it might be Vanessa Taylor. I think they do. Oh right. Okay. Yeah, I think it's Vanessa Taylor. Either way, they just do like fake interviews with them as inside the episodes, but it's just them saying the shit that like. You know, they shouldn't be saying, however, it starts for the last episode. They did like, oh, uh, Danny kind of forgets about the Iron Fleet. And then they just like have them keep going down and listing everything everyone else forgot about. So it's just like <laughs> Cersei kind of forgets about killing her brother. Uh, everyone forgets that Davos could sail really well. Like, like it's just listing every single thing that everyone forgot about. Someone, in the episode. It's so good. someone on Reddit said that Jamie forgot that he was stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> Another, are you forgotten that a building bad. fell on top of her? <laughs> Another Reddit meme is that they just keep drawing AirPods in the ears of all the characters. <laughs> so when something bad's happening, they're like, "Oh yeah, Euron couldn't hear because he had, you know, he's wearing the AirPods." And then like I, when the, when the bells are ringing, it's like, "Well, she's got her AirPods and she can't hear them." I, 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 heard, I saw this. I saw this hilarious um like shit post on Reddit. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like that makes sense. They were like, "Okay, so the Night King really did win because." his purpose was that he wanted like humanity to forget everything and he was like well that's exactly what's happening <laughs> like Jamie forgot his character arc Danny forgot you know about the Iron Fleet you know like and they just like listed all the stuff that the characters forgot and like all of the you know character assassinations like they just all forgot it so the Night King did win <laughs> yeah like everyone oh has dimension God. now like that's what this is it's very odd <laughs> I'm back to being annoyed about Danny now. Like she locked up her fucking dragons when they killed a kid. What is this? She, She's a queen, she not up a butcher. Kylie, that was before she had a really bad period. Okay, like <laughs> She's not here happens. to be queen of the ashes. I mean, honestly, like no. what what it's supposed to be, right? Like you can't see my scare quotes with my hands that I'm doing right now. <laughs> but what the story is supposed to be is that she arrives in Westeros and she slowly comes to realize that nobody wants her or loves her there. Yeah, and, and because of that, that means that she just kills all of them because they don't like her. But it so doesn't yeah. make any sense yeah. because she, but she still, like, that would make sense if, like, she had none of her army left, but she still has enough Dothraki and Unsullied, who are people who followed her from, like, a whole other fucking continent. Yeah. And yeah. they're still the there. for the first time for her and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, they're... She kind of forgot about the Dothraki and the Unsullied. And yeah. also, fuck these people and their love. Bitch, you have a dragon. Like, just, like, but... take your shit. They're gonna love you eventually. They don't love but Cheryl. I yeah, 
Yeah, mean, they, they, they grew to love the Targaryens. They're a bunch of assholes, so... Yeah. I mean, here's... Fire and blood. Yeah. Here's the <laughs> thing, though. Like, I know, again, like, it's silly to talk about the books, like, with the show at this point, but, <laughs> I mean, think about how Book Danny, like, when she was a Marine, like, she was determined to assimilate into their culture and, you know, get them to accept her. Like, she didn't want to How did to that force- turn out for her, though? Yeah, yeah, good point. She was like, fuck it, I'm just going to do fire and blood. But the point is, this Danny didn't even try. She was like, oh, they don't like me? Well, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Smoke insulation for all of you bitches. Like, well, she did, but then also three episodes prior, she was also like throwing all of her troops to give humanity a shot. Yes. I just, right, so that this, this, this whole not- thing has made that pointless, right? Like... Yeah. Like, so she helped with that. Well, especially but, since all it took was, like, one plucky little heroine to... But, but <laughs> John is still getting all the credit. That's the problem. John is getting all the credit for the whole North shenanigans. That's nothing new yeah. either, though. Like, that he did the exact same thing to Sansa two seasons right. ago. It's because yeah, it, I mean, that is a problem. it begins with an S and it ends with an Xism. Yeah. yeah. Guys, do you want to hear what D&D have to say on the matter? No. Not really. But let's hear basically, it anyway. <laughs> basically, that, you know, Danny's isolated... And being alone and in power is a bad combination, and she doesn't have any guidance. Because even though, like, she's been in hard times in the series before, she always had, like, Jorah or Misande, because they can't pronounce anyone's fucking name on the show. (laughs) And then... And then they also say, they kind of like imply that had John fucked her or <laughs> had Rhaegal not been shot down or had Missandei not been executed, like if just one of these factors was a little bit different, then she wouldn't have snapped. Yeah. But if she wasn't on her period. Sure, Jan. And that's, that's another sexist thing. Like it, it was definitely framed like she just went on a rampage because John didn't dig her down. Like really? Okay. <laughs> like what is this? <laughs> I, yeah. Okay, we've, we've kind of talked about Varys and how they've character assassinated him. Did we? T- no, no, we didn't talk about how he was like shouting treasonous things on the beach. Was that before we started this- recording? Okay. Yeah, oh, this yeah. is the master okay. of fucking whispers. Yeah, it's, I mean, just like, no, but just like, I'm, I'm so confused by this character on the show. Like, I know what the problem <laughs> is. The problem is that for the first four seasons of the show, he had the backstory that he has in the books. So his actions kind of made sense. But now, like, he's just this guy who keeps switching sides for this, like, vaguely Marxist reasoning that just is just weird. Well, I, I think very... <laughs> he's a terrible I, judge of character because how many, like, bad kings is he back right now? Yeah, I think with Varys, um, they messed up with him when they cut the Fagon plot. Yeah. And he yeah. hasn't had oh, anything yeah. to they, do They just should have killed him like three seasons ago if they yeah. were going to genocide that plot because there's no point to him without it. Well, see, they also, he suffered just like Littlefinger suffered. Like their deaths are very similar. Like they both died because they yeah. were all of a sudden dumbasses. Like their IQs yeah. just <laughs> lowered significantly. Like they couldn't kill them in a way that was, you know, serving justice to their characters. Like they both died from being dumb. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and when D and D talk about it, it's all about how Tyrion's sad that he like lost the bestie. Oh that's, my god! That's how talk about so it. I have oh a question god. about Tyrion and Varys. This is something one of my friends pointed out today. Um, yeah. So and I had never I hadn't thought about this. So in the previous episode, when they had the like ten fucking minute long conversation between Varys and Tyrion, where they're just like I don't know going back and forth forever about nothing, was bitch be crazy? Was that Tyrion setting up Varys for this treason or something? No, I don't. 
No, he was. He was I mean, he was okay as long it. it was all talk, but then he was actually like telling John that he should take over. Yeah. yeah, and like ac- actually trying to poison like, what Danny. Does Tyrion, yeah. That's that's when he had what to does step Tyrion in. Mean, it's, though, when he says to Varys, it was me. He turned him in because he he when he comes and talks to Danny, he's like, "I have something to tell you," and she goes, "Somebody betrayed me." Yeah. And you're like, "Yeah." Or, or okay, so that yeah, the not, pretty, you're, you're not on the show. The pretty, okay, you know, she's so crazy because her hair isn't brushed in that scene that yeah. lets you know that she's a psycho, and she's not wearing any concealer. Like she's like they have this like close up of her where she looks so haggard. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So you don't think that that previous scene I mean, was any kind of like scheming? No, no, no. Tyrion's like legitimately sad that he lost his best friend. So. Yeah. Oh, but you know what? I, I hate that Varys didn't get one last line standing for Tyrion before he died. You're the best of them all, the most famous dwarf in the world. Yeah, I mean, he's been a Tyrion stand. Like, how many years has he won the Carol Award for that? <laughs> I yeah. think this year, depending on what happens in the next episode, Sansa might actually win it this year. Oh my god! Oh, you were the we'll best of them. You were the best of them. You were the best of them. Let me just tell you, you were the least rapist of all the husbands. Jorah also was in the running. He, he had a couple. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Also, <laughs> that you know, was weird. Remember, remember fucking when Danny was like, Sansa told Tyrion, who told Varys. So really, she's the one who killed Varys. This is on her. This is yeah, a victory for like, her. Is that, Honestly, considered, is that considered women being catty? Well, we get the. Uh... I'm sorry. I'm just like getting all these like Dornish vibes from Sansa because like this is all for Northern Independence, and she's just like <laughs> let these stupid Southerners fight each other as long as they leave us alone. I love it. Um, okay, guys. There's one more like major character thing we haven't discussed, and that's the long-awaited Clegane Bowl. Oh, get high. comedy, oh comedy gold. It was so funny. <laughs> I was like, like, speaking of care, like, like this is character assassination on like the Falaria scale to yes. have like well, Sandor's big character culmination be fighting his brother to the death after after giving an impassioned speech about the futility of revenge to yeah. Arya. Yeah, did you know that like, this show anyway. is about the futility of revenge? Well, well, let me let me say this about Clegane um, because I kind of agree with y'all when y'all say that you know it would be character regression for him to. Uh, you know, choose revenge and, you know, fight his brother and everything. But I also think that if George writes it a certain way, it could show his growth because like if he sees that Gregor is a zombie and like, let's say the only way to kill him is with fire. Like you could, you could kind of like kill two birds with one stone with his character arc. Mm-hmm. If he kills Gregor as a mercy killing, and with fire, it's kind of like him, quote unquote, you know, facing his fear of fire with the person who gave him that trauma in the first place and kind of low key forgiving Gregor if he does it as a mercy killing instead of a revenge killing. So, yes, I agree. That's how I feel about Clegane. Yeah. So I think if you do it that way, it's not character regression. I can see. Yeah. I can see Martin writing like the like broad plot points of Danny going insane and it not being a misogynistic mess like this is. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you. So I, I think my yeah. problem with, with Clegane was that Sandor died. Because I think yeah. it he didn't need to die to push him off the cliff, right? No, and, yeah. no Caroline, it was significant because it, he chose a death by fire. And that proves that his hatred of his brother right, is exactly. stronger than his fear that's of fire. That's the second part. That's why it's yeah. a character regression. Because it's like... We're right back to square one where hate is ruling everything, right? Left with Did yeah. we even go to the happy shire? Like, come on. Doesn't he remember? 
Do you remember how the Happy Shire turned out? The, the theme of this episode was basically, I know themes are for eighth grade book reports, but there's still a theme here that it's basically like, if you want to change, fuck you. You know, Danny, <laughs> like basically, like, <laughs> like that's what it is. Because Danny, yeah, I mean, I mean, look at what, okay, Danny, Jamie, and Gregor, I mean, not Gregor, um, Sandor, mm-hmm. like, and Gregor, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but and so, because, like, with Danny, it's like, oh, well, you don't want to follow in your father's footsteps? Well, fuck you, you will. Mm-hmm. With um Sandor, what's that? You know, you you probably shouldn't choose revenge? Well, fuck you, you will. Jamie, well, <laughs> uh, fuck you, season one, Jamie is best Jamie. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, that's the theme. Like, you can't... And they're wait, basically guys, saying, like, and, you it can't, applies to, and it applies to Cheryl, because she's back to being a lover. Carol. Being Carol. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like, this is basically the theme of this whole episode. Like, no one can change the past. It will always affect everyone's future. You know, fuck growth. And she's helpless. Yeah, Yeah. like, Cheryl is back to being helpless. Yeah. So, the one exception, the one exception was Arya, who basically, Sandra was like, here's your arc. (laughs) And she went, okay, thank you. Thanks Thanks for the arc. (laughs) What? <laughs> she changed. She was just like, oh, with 180. Let's do it. Um, oh, my God. Um, oh, you know what? I yeah, had. I mean, couldn't. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I like, I'm, I keep going back to Danny, but I had one more joke about Danny <laughs> that I forgot to yeah. tell you guys. Okay, so remember when Barris was trying to like poison her and the little girl was like, oh, I can't poison her because she won't eat. And then Tyrion was like, yeah, it's been like two days and she hasn't eaten anything. So like, what if she just like destroyed King's Landing because she was hangry? <laughs> oh my God. I too would destroy like, You're King's not yourself when you're hungry. <laughs> I get very hangry. I get it. If someone gave Danny a Snickers, like she would have been fine because she's not crazy. Like she was just really hungry (laughs) and horny. She was horny. That's the worst. worst And she was on her period, and John didn't give her a mydol, so there was just a lot of emotions going on. Let's talk about John. Let's talk about John as the paradigm of a great king in Westeros. Wait, before we talk about John, can I talk about one more thing with sexism? Oh, yes. I mean, just one more. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember if I talked about this yet in this podcast. So, by all means, cut it out if I already did. Because I literally have been writing people all day about this. Cersei's pregnancy being her reason to live. Did I? Did we talk about this already? No. Well, no, we I don't think no, so. Not, not explicitly like so, that. Um, th- this is just like sexism one hundred and one. Like the woman character can yeah. only yeah. have a literal reason. Tyrion says she has a reason. And her reason is yeah. her pregnancy. She has, there's nothing else. Sure, her life means nothing unless she's the baby incubator. And she has no reason to live with, or anything, like not her ruling the, the seven kingdoms or anything like that. That's not a reason. Yeah. Until she's pregnant again. Well, I, I have two things to say about that. So with Cersei, it's kind of like, with show Cersei, I think they actually said this when all of her kids died. They were like, oh, well, you know, of course she's going to be evil now because, you know, she she's here to kick ass and take care of her children and she's all out of children. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So so when they made her pregnant, they're like, oh, well, we can't really make her too bad now because she's prego. Well, Danny isn't prego. Let's make her the bad guy. <laughs> she has an elephant so, gestation, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then And then like also like, 
uh, I saw this post on Reddit and like Reddit is known for dude bros, but every now and then they come through. Mm-hmm. Like there was a really good post and they were like, you know, this show has a mother problem. Mm-hmm. Where and you guys have talked about it before. You call it yeah, we've talked it about syndrome. this all for years, Blair. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know. Like y'all don't get credit, but I'm like uh, the fundamentals call this womb syndrome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and they were basically saying like the stuff y'all have been saying. Like they brought up Carsey, how she was such a badass, and but when she yeah. saw somebody else's kids being zombies, you know, she just let herself die for them, and you know, they talked about the lease and how uh, how she hated Shireen until it was the last minute because she's a mom and therefore she has to love her kids and so I think that's what's going on with Cersei you know yeah. she she's she's pregnant so well this is the this is what we're going to use to humanize her and this is why she's not uh that bad of a person compared to Danny because she wants to be a mom and she doesn't want her child to die and she's just poor put upon Carol pregnant Carol you know but just like so the amount of time they spent building up this character as like evil, and like just I don't know. Do you, I don't do understand mean, these people. Do you mean and, Cersei or Danny? I, I'm talking about Cersei. Like they're just like, oh, she's terrible. She she's upset. She killed Marge, and like <laughs> remember when like Elena was talking about how horrible she was? It was it was just really weird because like yeah, Danny, really like Cersei has been the big bad, like the smirking big bad for a while now. Mm-hmm. And this season, and this episode is just, oh, you know, Cersei is being attacked. You know, let's root for her now because Danny's gone cray. Like, what is this? Like, we can't. I mean, I think it's what, their what attempt at being like mature and nuanced or something. <laughs> I think yeah, like, they're just really bad at doing gray. Yeah, but they make Danny pitch black and Cersei. Uh, what color does she end up being? Like, like I don't know. Like where we pure as driven snow. She was perfect. She was perfect in this episode. She was just sad on her balcony, crying. Uh, one of the one of the best moments of the episode was actually when like Clegane Bowl was about to happen, and Cersei's just like walking, like excuse. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh my god, I forgot to tell you like all of the funny parts of Clegane Bowl. Like, oh my god, yeah. that was one of the funny. Uh, that was one of the funny parts when <laughs> Gregor was like, oh, I'm just going to all of a sudden break my programming and not follow my boss's orders because my brother, <laughs> his brother is I so gotta strong. Do it. And then Kyburn, and then Kyburn is like, nah, nah, fam, like do what the queen says. And then he gets murdered. <laughs> but, but, but he doesn't kill Cersei. Like he just lets Cersei just like awkwardly walk away. Like it was just what so, was like the way that she just like tiptoed away. Yeah. I was just like, she just tiptoed, is like, this oh, happening? Like I can tell this is a family thing. I'll let you guys work. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like when you see two people fighting in a supermarket, and you're like, I'm gonna just come back for yeah. that. Yeah, I didn't like, really need peace. And, and we and can we talk about the helmet reveal? Which I thought I was going to die laughing. <laughs> he looked like he looked like Varys. If Varys were like a grown up baby, like what was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody was posting pictures of Anakin Skywalker from the end of Return of the Jedi. Well, that was that was the I face was that made like Septa Spoonella like scream, right? And like so it was so terrifying, but like it wasn't yeah. at all. I'm like that's that's just that's Varys. Like I really think they put Varys in costume, like in makeup, like that was yeah. Varys. <laughs> also, like 
this thing. It's he's a fucking zombie. Stabbing him in the brain doesn't even kill him, and yet he still hates his little brother. Like why? He shouldn't. He, why should he even have Sanders memories? Like yeah, yeah Sanders should have saved one of those uh, dragon glass from the Battle of Winterfell. Yeah, I wonder if that like doesn't he understand out. the rules of killing zombies yet? He was in a whole battle with them. Yeah. All right, guys. Also, I know you will not believe this, but we've been talking for an hour oh, and a yeah. half. Oh my god, time flies. We have so two more characters we have to briefly touch on. One is Arya, who had her character arc handed to her. Okay, we're well, really quickly. What? Can I say one more thing about Quigamo? Just really quickly. Do it. <laughs> of course. Okay. So course. like the funniest part to me was when like it went into slow motion and then like Sander like pushed Gregor through some bricks like they were Lego blocks. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then they like fell in slow motion like down into the fire and there was like dramatic music playing like this is so deep this is so profound yeah. like, they were trying yeah. so hard to make this deep I, I think other more knowledgeable people are, are gonna talk about like the physics of the crumbling castle at some point but yeah, like it yeah. didn't seem very right to me. It just, it just looked like um, I think it's called Jenga. Uh, is that board game? Is that game called Jenga? Yeah, with the Jenga. Blocks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, like yeah. It was like Jenga blocks. It was so funny. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I'm sorry. Is, is there? No, you're good because that it looked it looked so fucking like they went for a really epic backdrop and they talk right. about it, but it was just like, what was this? I still don't know what I mean, do that people, was, was. Were so people funny. really asking for Clegane Bowl? Is that like a genuine hype or is it like a joke hype that everyone makes? I honestly well, can't I tell. Know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think, I think it was a joke. I think it started out being like, oh, this is going to happen. But then like people made it a meme. It I think. Be yeah. A yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, Clegane Bowl, get hype. Yeah. I think it's a meme. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you it ended up as Pesla. Anyway. <laughs> Arya. Anything to say I about Arya? Okay. Uh, other than, I don't like. I think they did okay with this, right? I mean, she was uh, just I mean, a conduit sure. through which to watch small folk die around her. You know. Honestly, I mean, I like think this is this lovely. is the second battle in three episodes where like we've had very heavily her point of view. Mm-hmm. True. I think the only reason why they even had her here is so that she could be pissed off at Danny and probably kill her. I think that's why. They can't give her both big bats, can they? I mean, I mean, I, I mean think about it. I would mean, you be shocked okay, because if you would be shocked, Danny, show Danny has green eyes, I'm pretty sure. And Mel said that she was going to show green eyes. Ooh. And Arya Hasn't is really she pissed. Already, like, didn't, didn't one of the phrase have green eyes? Yeah, like, I'm sure they were like, I quote, have been fulfilled. I don't know. I, I don't know. But this I mean, is what people are doing now, like checking everyone's eye color. <laughs> Is this what we've introduced you as a fandom? That is legitimately what people are doing. Yeah. yeah. No, there's a big debate about whether Lena Headey has blue or green eyes. Like, this is actually a thing that happened. So. Yeah. I mean, like, I, on our I thought it was fine. It was just kind of like, you know, generic. And, oh, look, war sucks. It was... They were trying for tragedy porn. Right. I, I just... Yeah. I, I, I don't understand where this arc came from because, like, her entire thing has been about glorifying revenge for, like five yes. seasons now yes and I Julia, just, revenge is bad when we decide it's I just, bad I, I don't buy yeah. it i'm not sorry. any other time i thought it was it's not just her glorifying revenge it's everyone. everybody it's the only motivation you're allowed but, to have on this but show. she's also really good at revenge so why would she think revenge yeah. is bad because sander told her it was bad so then she had her character <laughs> her whole arc happened right then I think 
I mean, I thought it was kind of nice to see glimpses of old Arya again, you know, her actually giving a shit about people and, you know, trying to be a good person and all of that, yeah. even though it is jarring considering, you I mean, know, she did like threaten a, to I'm a good cut off her sister's face and wear it. Girlfriend, but... <laughs> What was that? Doing? It's like the I'm a good person stuff from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. That's exactly that's exactly what went into my head. Oh my god. <sighs> Whatever. She got to ride off into the sunset oh with that horse. I I think also, we're going to talk a lot more about John next episode, I suspect. So maybe oh, we should yeah. save it. Oh yeah. He Well, okay, so we're not ready to follow him into battle yet. John? No. No, he's a horrible battle yeah. commander. No. He just goes off script all the time. But the show wants us to believe that he's awesome and confident. But he, he stopped that one king ever because he's so humble. That one person. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, that was so. Instead of like ordering his army to stop, like oh. it's uh, not like they're like, there like, or his army or anything. The only thing that would have been icing on that fucking cake is if it was like Dothraki trying to rape. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm surprised that they did have uh, a Northman, you know, a white person do it. Like they they showed restraint there. Yeah. <laughs> They've learned. They've learned. Yeah. Just held back. All right. You guys, you know what it's time for, though? It's time to play Carol. I thought you were going to say checklist or Aspel. Are you going to save that for next episode, too? I think we do have to save it for next episode. Yeah. Because so so much shit's about to People don't want me to nerd out about Rhaenyra. Okay. Honestly, you might have to do just like a season long podcast. Uh, like like season and review checklist and yeah. all the whole thing. Oh, oh, right, Nira 2.0 versus Eris. Um, I mean, no, just like a- in terms of checklist, I think it's going to be Rhaenyra 2.0 and not Ares 2.0. And I don't think she was either of them in this episode. Yeah. No, definitely not. Maybe they were going for Ares because they don't even know who Rhaenyra is. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> but you know what? A, a lot oh. of a lot of things did happen in this episode that I do think completely out of context will happen in the books. Like, um, yeah, King's Landing will fall, but King's Landing, yeah, burning down. Yeah. So, but I mean, I understand you wanting to save it for since it is the last episode. Like, it makes sense to save it for <laughs> that. Yeah. We've been here yeah, for a very long I, time. <laughs> I think we might as well. But I will say. The wildfire could not have been more disappointing. Right? It was just like every once in a while, oh, there's like a yeah. little plume of green. And like, oh, there's some wildfire. I mean, probably like, Martin what? told them that wildfire was involved in the burning of King's Landing. So they're just like, oh, we're going to make it just like the books. It's nice that it's so controlled. It was just like little green farts everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. are we not going to talk about this? <laughs> No, I mean, like there is exactly. like, there's one like the you first time you see it, they kind of there's kind of like this music cue that's a little bit ominous, and then they cut away from it, and you think it's like Chekhov's wildfire. But yeah. like all you ever see is parts. Yeah, so I was actually and, oh. and this is just another reason why they, you know, we can't have Cersei be the you know, be villainous in this episode because it's Danny's time. But I thought that she was going to maybe use the wildfire. Mm-hmm. Um, that been you know, cool. to like maybe Yeah, because I mean She's done it before and she's supposed to be, you know, villainous. So mm-hmm. why not, you know, fight fire with fire? But no, she had to be Carol this episode. But That's right. oh, yeah. holy shit, guys. Gretchen just sent us an image. So, OK, replace Starbucks gate. Now, in a in the scene where uh, Cheryl and Larry are hugging as they're about to die, he has two <laughs> hands. They forgot to have him wear his golden fucking Yeah, hand. that's what I was talking about before. Yeah, I yeah. feel like that's a bigger uh, deal than the Starbucks. I thought you saw cup, that. But... I, you you saw. I thought the, somebody sent us that picture in a chat earlier. Did you not see it? 
I was. I, I, I probably just. I have. I, I have a tendency distracted. to make really embarrassing typos, so I have a lot more sympathy for these kind of mistakes than other people seem to. <laughs> well, see, Julia, I think, these are typos. It's not getting into the costume. Yeah, it's a well, costume. See, I think. Well, it's a similar I, kind I, of mistake. I think the I reason why. I think the reason why people were really like talking shit about the Starbucks cup, and you know, I guess Jamie Two Hands is because <laughs> it kind of symbolizes just the lack of fucks that they yeah. give at this point. Like yeah. it, it just it's what the Starbucks cup represents. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's it, like, the first time I've heard that symbol. in my life. <laughs> It's a, it's a symbol for incompetence. Like if if the show was still good and there was a, a coffee cup, I don't think people would no. be like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" You're totally you know? right about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a, a car in the background of somewhere in Fellowship of the Rings, and no one says anything. About yeah, there it. Yeah. is. It's Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, yeah. Because you know that is actually you know a good piece of art. <laughs> and they were like on the most ridiculously low budget ever. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so let's All right. uh, let's get Carol. Let's we'll see if we get any Carols. Let's play Carol. I actually don't think we're going to, but we'll f- we'll find out. Um, eunuch joke. There was, was no Varys' death no. a joke Varys. in and of itself? <laughs> I don't think that's a eunuch joke. I mean, he's not defined by his his being a eunuch of disability. Well, the, on the show, he is. Yeah, uh, I guess. Oh, you know what, guys? We didn't talk about Tyrion and uh, Larry's conversation. Oh boy. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, we mentioned how Larry doesn't care about the people of King's Landing at all. That was the conversation. Yeah. Larry doesn't care about. And I think I think we're going to be talking about the consequences of what Tyrion did next season, according to the spoiler. Uh, next episode, next I episode. mean, according to the spoilers. So we might okay. want to save that too. And that, yeah, okay. I did like their good. Their goodbye was nice, though. It was like fitting for them. It's just that yeah. like, I feel like we've had this. Well, two other I mean, yeah. it was I'm, it was well acted. I'm so happy always. that Tyrion and Jamie have a perfectly oh, yeah, happy yeah. relationship, and there's nothing at all between them that would have. Uh... Yeah, who who even is Tysha? <laughs> well, like it's season it's season one, Jamie. So they have a really good relationship, and Jamie has two hands. Oh like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Season one, Jamie is best Jamie. Okay, <laughs> nothing else matters, especially not good writing. Anyway, no eunuch joke. All time right, time. <laughs> no eunuch joke. I'm, I'm pretty sure there is a conversation with like, I remember. Yeah, there this. were definitely conversations. Um, yeah, um, especially my my favorite trick is that one scene just opened with Tyrion being like, "Please don't burn down King's Landing," <laughs> and like we just didn't hear what came before it. The Tyrion as if, voice, as if Danny was just sitting there going, "I want to burn down King's Landing." <laughs> like what? <laughs> oh, man, that's a great point. I mean, maybe she was Kylie. Maybe she was. All right, Arya Did definitely Arya smirked. smirked. She definitely when smirked. She yeah, she yeah. No, when she first got there, yeah, yeah when she was just like, "I'm here to qu- kill Queen Cersei." Yeah, random card. I'm Arya Stark. I'm going to kill Queen Cersei. Okay, like fuck you. The show Arya is just she's an anime character at this point. Like I'm so done with her. Okay, no, like her plot armor is just like it would be ridiculous on an anime. So two women are. I was I was thinking about this one during the episode. Two women are antagonistic. Do two women talk to each other in this episode? Nope. No, they don't. No, Arya talks to the random mother with uh, Cheryl haircut. Oh, okay. But you know, but you know what? I I think that we should mark this because. Danny was talking about, oh my god, this is all Santa's fault, that bitch. I agree. I agree. So. You're, kind of, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I forgot about that. All right. We'll count Poor it. Cheryl, absolutely. Uh, all right. 
Poor Cheryl. For I mean, sure. Poor Carol. Poor I, didn't, Carol. I didn't put Carol on this board, but uh, oh, Larry, definitely for an sure. Oh, Larry moment. <laughs> even, even he like they stole it from Avengers, but he's like, they call me the dumb Lannister. I'm like, when did they ever do that? The show? No one ever called him a dumb Lannister in the show. I think no, I think the fans have of, called him that. I think when Cheryl broke up with him last season, she called she, him like the stupidest of Lannisters or something. Yeah, like that. She, yeah. and that the was really or something. Yeah. Yeah, she was. Oh, yeah, yeah, she did was, insult his intelligence before they broke up. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, she has pregnancy <laughs> hormones. <so. laughs> Forced right. John Danny romantic. Uh, I mean, what is a romantic moment? What about like the? I mean, kiss in front of. I Biden? mean, Danny was trying to force a romantic moment on John. I guess <laughs> it's that's not how I meant this at no. all. Though no, <laughs> I just can't give it. I, I meant it like the show is trying to get us to see romance where there isn't any. But like, no, actually, the show has recognized that the romance yeah. is dead. So that, yeah. one's, that one's out for the season, I'm guessing. Uh, Deadpan's hair doesn't move always. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it got frizzy. Does that count as moving? No. Fuck, I remember that there was Dude, a callback. Uh, all the characters, season one, Jamie. Yeah. Season one, I mean, all of them are season one characters. Yeah. Everybody is back where they started. Such season good writing. Season one, Sandor. <laughs> Come on. That was Yeah. Yeah, Griffin was mumbling because I, I was like, oh, this is a callback. But I was actually, it was a callback to season mm, six when Tyrion and Varys are walking around Marine and Tyrion's like offers to give money to a woman so her baby can eat, even though she's breastfeeding. And then Varys <laughs> is like, oh, they, they say that you're trying to eat the baby. That's what she thinks you're saying. And he did the same thing with the Dothraki. He was trying to speak to them to get them to move. And it was like, I have to eat this. Yeah, this, yeah, 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 yeah. What, what, was that a conversation? <laughs> I don't know what no, that was. Well, the, the like, Dothra, the until like, guy was just like, I speak English. Yeah. He was just like a guy at a hotel in Sweden or something. I actually thought yeah, that was like kind of funny because mm-hmm. the uh, the actor, like, you just saw his eyes. Like, what is he doing? Like, why is he like this? Yeah. This, how many Emmys does this man have? Like, and I'm only getting paying scaled. Oh no, Ned story. No one even mentioned Ned. This no, no. Oh, wait, I want to hear more about him. I want to hear more about him slow, uh, I think, slow clapping. I think I saw his name uh, in the letter <laughs> that Varys was writing to, like, Illyria Lopatis or somebody. Yeah, his name was in there. Yeah. Um, someone's uh, mean to Tyrion. Someone's yes. mean to Tyrion. Yep. Danny. Yes. Danny, was like, she threatened to murder him. She was like, if you fuck up again, it'll be the last time you fuck yeah. up. <laughs> to be fair, he has had a very high concentration of fuck ups oh, yeah. for a hand of True, true. But she was so like she was so murderous about it because yeah. she's crazy now. <laughs> oh my god! Was there a book reference? Does Harry Strickland's name count as a book reference? Like I don't know. Uh, I feel like yeah. I, feel I mean like I guess the wildfire is a book reference at this yeah, point. Yeah, the wildfire. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Oh my god, Falaria got crushed in the dungeons. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, no. She had no idea what was going on. Poor Filaria. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Oh, man. Uh, it actually wasn't no, dark no. at all. No, so no. I, I, I think um, that we should get this There square. were parts that were a little dark. Because, but like, wait, let me cite to a specific scene. The scene where Varys gets burnt by Drogon. You see Danny oh, and a fucking yeah, sh- giant-ass shadow behind her, and then suddenly, boom, Drogon like, comes into the light. Because I guess you couldn't fucking see the goddamn dragon behind her because of the lighting. Oh yeah, I actually thought okay. I actually thought that was a cool shot because you know she's supposed to like be evil too. now, so you know her dragon is going to come out of the darkness, you know, like it's a demon. She should have shined like a flashlight <laughs> up under his chin. Oh, yeah, God. that's all she needed. 
there sex. is no sex no. in this episode. No. Was there, no sex? Oh. Well, there was an attempted rape. I guess that doesn't count. No. No, no, that does not count. <laughs> I mean, it might count on this show. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, copying Lord of the Rings, there was a moment where Cheryl is looking out the balcony and it reminded me of when Isengard gets flooded, but probably <laughs> that's that's a little less I didn't, I didn't yeah. see any on the nose, I think. Particular ones. Davos yeah. is no, Nothing that really jumped out. It wasn't like people in the crypts talking about yeah. Helm's Deep, you know? Oh, they say it is hopeless. Uh, <laughs> No one listens to Sansa. That's still the after effect. But, yeah. Like, I mean, it, she none, of, anything none of this would have wouldn't have happened if they had listened. Well, to her. But, I, but I mean, I guess the problem now is people are listening to Sansa, right? Because she told them about John's heritage. Oh, okay. Sorry, it's kind of the opposite. Yeah. Bran's robot voice. Oh, uh, I miss Bran's robot voice. I never thought I would. I miss. I I think there was there any robot voice in the previous lease? No, I don't think so. No. no. That's too bad. Royce wasn't in I'm this sure episode. It, oh, damn it. He would have done so well with I'm the sure giant Which, you know what? Uh, yeah, I was about to say, I feel like Royce's breastplate should be a free space because he's always going to wear it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Slow walk across the screen. Absolutely. When Tyrion's walking all through the, time. the war-torn shit. Like, all kinds of slow walking. Cheryl walking past the like, yeah. Game Brothers. But, <laughs> Davos is folksy. Look, I didn't think Davos was gonna live this long, but he should have been the fucking free space because he's yes. every episode. <laughs> My boy Davos was holding it down. Caroline, why did Caroline? That's your face. Yes. <laughs> remember, remember when Tyrion was like, "Hey, do you mind committing light treason for me?" I was like, "Okay." <laughs> what? what the fuck is this? He's gonna outlive everybody. Uh, the term light treason um, is still funny. Like, Euron good job, Arrested Development. Men- <laughs> <laughs> I know. Euron did not mention Theon. He was too busy marveling at, like, meeting the Kingslayer. And killing the I Kingslayer. Ki- I, just, I, I, I wrote during in the live vlog that, like, this is two men literally fighting over the body of a woman, and I kind of love Game of Thrones for making feminist critiques so easy for me. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's like what you would give to, like, small children if you're teaching them how to feminist critique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your Euron was basically like, I killed a dragon last episode but i'm really excited that i killed uh jamie when he's well out of his prime damn yeah did i mention that i fucked your sister whites died from normal weapons does gregor die oh no i guess gregor died from fire i mean was he see i couldn't tell if he were if he was dead once he got that final stab or was he just stunned gregor i think he was stunned okay i mean can't he die I, no, I apparently guess not. not. He's just the fi- uh, no Gendry this episode. He's Aww. he's just off at Storm's End now. I think. Yeah, he's he's being a lordly lord. After the way he was all goofy with Arya, like, "Oh, I love you, and you're beautiful. Let's get married." <laughs> Honestly, he doesn't even seem hot to me anymore. <laughs> he's just really goofy and cute. Aww. Like, I don't yeah. even see hotness he's with him. From Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We just need him to be back at the forge, shirtless with and like oil all over him. That was subtle. <laughs> oh my god! They just rub him in Vaseline and stick him in front of the camera. Like, uh, there were subtitles. I thought that that was was that like there yeah. were subtitles. Yes. Yeah, Tyrion couldn't say yeah. things right. Guys, was the episode oh. title set in this episode? I don't know. I don't know. I might have to rewatch it <laughs> to make sure. How many times 
times did they actually actually that might be a better time how many times did they say the bells let me look oh, many many times did they did they say it as many times as they said the crypts are totally safe guys <laughs> so guys they said it 21 times in the course are of this you serious episode. wow but but a lot of it was people going ring the right bells, the extras ring in the background the but that's still too many times yeah i think that counts <laughs> three four five they said it five times before the bells ring the bells started like so five times prior to the the battle oh you know oh guys i have a hilarious honeypot to tell you guys about the bells mm. okay <laughs> oh no yeah <laughs> someone said that <laughs> someone said that you know since cal drogo <laughs> had bells on his hair oh no <laughs> that, that Should I like filler full of affection then? <laughs> no, I was thinking since, about that. There oh. was, since Cal Drogo has bells on his hair, when Danny heard the bells ringing, she I mean, like she wears bells in her hair now. <laughs> I'm just telling you what she what they said. Like they're saying that since yeah. he had bells on his hair, when she heard the bells, it like PTSD, like her, like she was triggered, <laughs> and that's what made her go crazy. <laughs> Did they like forget that? Cersei is the one that has trauma associated with bells. Is she? <laughs> like the shame. Oh bell? right. Like, yeah, she she should have been the one that went that got upset about it. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my no, god. but seriously, I was th- I was thinking about like uh, sometimes I think I would be a really good show defender because I know so much of the show and so much of the bullshit that I know how to work on Yeah. Yeah. Because I was actually thinking about that because I was like, how would I say that this made her snap? And you have to, you have to be very familiar bells. with the books to make effective honeypots. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, that but honeypot that's, that's was so fucking, funny to me. Oh my so we God. didn't get any carols. Uh, like, we didn't. Um, we came close. We almost got it in the row with sex, but there was no sex. So come on, Game of Thrones. I mean, yeah. honestly, the Jamie and Brienne sex is still hurting me a week later. So I feel like we should count it. But you know, <laughs> I feel like we should get Carol for Carol reappearing in the right? fucking yeah. episode. Like, Let's give Carol. ourselves Carol. You know, this is our game. We can give ourselves Carol it's if the top we want row. to. I'm just gonna put. I'm just gonna put a bunch of Carol heads across the scene. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we got it. Carol, Carol being Carol went out being Carol. Carol, and that's a good thing because I miss Carol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have one more. I'm looking at my notes and I forgot to say this thing about Arya. So is it okay for me to say it and then you maybe like edit it? Like, no, just say it. It's it, fine. Okay. Oh, just say it. There's no order on this podcast. I need like listen to this podcast. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, like in the past, me listening to it, I feel like it's more organized. But now that I'm here, I'm just like making it go like I'm everywhere. Glad we managed to make that. Yeah, no, this is how it always impression. is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, usually, like, there's more interruptions and stuff. Okay. But um, <laughs> with Arya, I was saying, um, and this this kind of ties back to just making Danny just seem horrible. But, like, okay, if Arya was, was going to assassinate Cersei anyway, like, why not communicate this with Team Danny? Why not have it be like, okay, well, Arya is going why? to go down there and kill yeah. her. Like, she's going to assassinate her. Why didn't they so, commission like, that? Yeah, like, why? uh, Because the thing was, I thought that since she was, like, leaving on her own, I didn't even think that she was on her way to kill Cersei. I thought that she was just going on a road trip with the Hound because they didn't say (laughs) anything about it. But now she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to kill Cersei. And I'm like, okay, well, why didn't you communicate this with anyone, you know, anyone in the war effort? Why didn't they ask you to do it? Like, it's like they did this just so that Danny and Carol could face off. 
Yeah. You know what and I mean? Like, it's that, just illogical. Yeah, considering that she just killed the Night's King, they would take her seriously if she was like, I'm gonna go kill... Yes. I'm gonna go kill Carol. Like, Cheryl. Nobody, nobody asked her shit. They were just like, oh, oh, the person that we know is a fucking faceless man. We're just gonna let her hang out with the hound. We won't ask her to do anything. So it's like, it's just more illogical stuff to make Danny, to put Danny in this position where she is just, you know, a monster. Because Arya could have, you know, at least tried to like have Arya do it. You know what I mean? Like, but they didn't sure. talk to her about it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. So there's, there's actually one thing too I want to mention. This is just a completely random observation I didn't, uh, I couldn't work into our conversation. But the coin flip anecdote, that they gave about Targaryen madness. Oh my god! Previously, they used that coin flick anecdote to talk about how Danny's one of the good ones. So, like, what the fuck? L O L. That's how we know it. That's how we know the story. That's how we know that this was not planned. Like, they just pulled this out of their ass. No, like, they I do said, everything. I said last night on the live blog, or like that. Like, the way that they're rushing towards the end, it feels like somebody told them after they finished filming episode one that they're going to be canceled at the end of the season right. and they only have five episodes right. to wrap everything up. And they're like, ah! But, like, apparently they've been planning this ending for, like, four years. They chose this number of episodes. HBO wanted them to keep going. Yeah. Like, HBO wants them to have as many episodes as possible. And yeah. They chose. We want 13 episodes for final season. They said, no, 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 you're breaking up into two seasons. They said, okay. Yeah. Which, like, can you imagine, by the way, if we had watched season seven and season oh. eight in one year, like, consecutively? Oh, my God. It would have. It actually kind of would have been awesome to, like, see, you know, the casuals and stuff, like, finally open their eyes for, like, half a second. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that that kind of, yeah. that would have been nice. Like, I just have been imagining White Hunt. And oh, my God. And all and one season. <laughs> Like, and then we just, like, go right into, like, the Night King threats just, like, dead, like, three episodes. I don't, I don't know. I mean, obviously the top people are going to Maybe we should watch, maybe we should consider season seven and eight really one season in the same way we consider, you know, Feast for Crows and A Day of the Dragons really one book. Yeah. Well, it kind of is in some ways because Feast actually- Feast for Crows is so they- thematically coherent. <laughs> are you suggesting oh, no, that season seven issue- and eight are not thematically coherent? <laughs> I'm well, just issue saying it kind of bugs me when people put those two books together. They plan to a season and then sometimes they write themselves into corners and they have to write themselves out of the corners. That's the issue with it. So like the golden company is coming. Well, yeah, that fucking paid off. So glad you put that in. What would we have done without Harry Strickland in this episode? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I have a question though. Like people call um, the fourth and fifth book feast dance. So what would be the nickname for a combination of seven and eight? together oh, <laughs> um oh it would be like truce oh God, we'll need the last um, episode to answer that question because we need to see what happens <laughs> yeah okay but that's the a bad choice we should i don't know return to that and definitely come up with something because that's a great idea <laughs> um i was like i was like I, I was trying to think of like a something that means like implosion but rhymes with truce and all i'm coming up with is truce poop and i know i can do better than that <laughs> first truce, first truce farts <laughs> <laughs> cake oh, the, farts cake farts is the answer oh, the little wildfire um, farts that, that we will work on it. you know what? i will say this listeners if you have opinions on what you would call season seven and season eight combined <laughs> you should write it in the comment section of our fundamentals post where please, this is gonna be please do 
Um, I, and on that note, oh, wait, guys, wait, we are wait, approaching please. two hours. Uh, okay, all right. I, I know I'm trash. Oh, I, I, I have a few more things from my notes. I'm trash. <laughs> it, I know. I'm sorry. No, do um, it. Do it. Okay, so um, I was going to say okay. Well, I just wrote floor map like in capital letters for oh, you guys. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought they were going to die on floor map, yeah. and it was have, like everything. I, I would ever have wanted. never criticized the show again if they had died on floor map. I think so. Well, my, no, I I first I first noticed it when um Arya and uh the Hound were there. I'm like, oh wow, like they're on the floor map too. <laughs> it's it's the it was my highlight. I'm my, in my response. It was my highlight was the fact that floor map was there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my hi, my highlight was my highlight was that I derived some sense of amusement from everybody's circular character arcs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this sounds more like a low light than a high yeah, light. Yeah, no, I read you. tired and slightly yeah. drunk. No, because I was actually <laughs> but, um, genuinely so happy to see Florida. <laughs> I was like, this is I the knew greatest would be. thing. <laughs> like, this makes the <laughs> entire show kinda... worth it, is fucking Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and it was kind of destroyed. I'm like, oh, symbolism. Oh, <laughs> 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 Oh my god. And um right. any other miscellany? Okay, I'm looking at it. just give me a second. <laughs> um, I while you're doing that, I have a question. How hyped should I be about the random Dornish person that who's apparently gonna be in the next episode? <laughs> oh my god, is there gonna is there actually gonna be one? Well one of the leaks yeah. says that there's just a guy in a yellow turban no, in a no. scene. So. <laughs> Oh my god. It it better be fucking Quentin Martell, I gotta say. I just, no explanation. None. Just Quentin. I don't know if it was you, I don't know if it was you guys that said this or someone else, but they were like, what if Quentin just was like on his book, on his book plot and he goes to Essos to like marry Danny? And Dario was just like, "Ah, he ain't, you just missed her, bro. Like she's gone. Yeah, I think that was y'all to say that. You said that like last week, two weeks ago, yeah. Uh, I just like I I want it to be Andrews Ironwood just because like I know they'll make him brown and because they just have that little imagination. <laughs> I actually kind of want it to be Desi O'Dall because why? Like why? It'll be hilarious if it's it'll be hilarious if it's just Ariane. Like if it's just her. <laughs> She just comes out. Like, from yeah, me. I'm here. I'm here. She comes guys. out from behind the curtain and is like, "Hello, well, what the fuck happened?" Um. Okay. So I found my note. Um. I don't think we really talked about this. We we talked about various like being executed or whatever, but uh-huh. just just more sexism with Danny. So when Danny executes someone that she knows for a fact was trying to fucking poison her and dethrone her. She's a psycho bitch, but when John, you know, murders a traumatized, poorly written child, he's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yep. I mean, he was, yep. he was all broken up about it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> honestly, like, didn't he like, he kept, he continued to be commander just so that he could yeah. kill yeah. Ollie and then he quit yes. immediately afterward. Mm-hmm. So he went out of his way like, to apparently, kill Ollie. Yeah, apparently his vows expired when he died, so he wasn't obligated to be there anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and, and, yeah, and then he, yeah, no, he stayed purposely. He was, like, serving as Lord Commander just so he could hang out. Yeah, just so he could, away. yeah. And then he, like, looked into the little boy's eyes and was like, I'm still gonna fucking kill your ass, mm-hmm. like. <sighs> oh, my God. Um, oh, and one more uh. thing. This is just a joke, but um, I think the only thing this episode really proved to me was that Larry wanted a good girl, Brienne, but he needed the bad <laughs> pussy with Carol. Ah! 
the theme. <laughs> oh my god, I just realized that Bron no. isn't going to have a conclusion until next episode. They're going to have a Bron bow. I mean, what? So what is he going to like do something with Tyrion? Because Larry is dead. Oh, I guess. They promised him High Garden. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because someone's definitely going to honor that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, true. I mean Tyrion will, I guess. But... I mean, but how 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 we even have power to do that? Like, who is going to let wait, him? Wait, wait. So, is it is there a possibility I'm... that Tyrion's going to die in some other fashion, and the entire brawn like take this crossbow and go get them? Arc literally meant nothing. No, the no the point. Nothing. No, this was the point of the brawn arc. The point of the brawn arc was for him to go to Larry and says Cheryl literally wants me to fucking kill you, and Larry to be like, <laughs> "Oh my god, that's so romantic. She loves me so much. I'm gonna go back to her now." Oh <laughs> like god. that was the point of that subplot, and also for him to be like, uh, "You know what? I'm totally the sort of guy to just hit it and quit it with Brienne. Like that's who I am." So yeah, yeah, I've never been known oh, to be Caroline. monogamous. Yeah. Yeah, like monogamy isn't Jamie Lannister's thing. Like that's one thing that he doesn't do. Like he's one of the just he sleeps with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Caroline, I meant to ask, did people at the courthouse like this? No. That that was the thing. Courthouse in New Jersey. The the courthouse in New Jersey did not like this episode. And I actually got what about I got text messages throughout the day from like random ass people that were like I don't watch the show, but my dad watches it. He said it really sucked. What happened? <laughs> and they're like coming to me for my like mom. My mom texted me. She's like, the people I walked the dogs with said that the twins died. I'm like, oh boy. She watched. She watched season one, and then she was like, I don't like that Ned. Died. So, so wh- when the episode is about to come on, I think the theme song was already on. Uh, my son came barging into the room where I like locked myself away to do the live vlogs, and he was just like, "Do you want to hear spoilers?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, oh, oh, I've heard them all. No, I actually had like a whole conversation oh my with my, one of my friends at the courthouse about it, and he like independently was like, this episode sucked. And I'm like, it, it did though. Oh, I'm like, tell me why you so think so. So did the last seven seasons. <laughs> well, he's a, he's a, he's a big fan of, uh, he's a big fan of, uh, Clegane, so he was upset with Clegane Oh, okay. Hey, hey, Kylie, did your uh, co-worker Cheryl like it? <laughs> no. Ah. No. She well, she, well oh, she wasn't okay. in this episode. It was Carol. It wasn't Cheryl. Yeah, her, I think I think she was upset that her namesake just yeah. went away. <sighs> She's secretly Cheryl uh, Lannister. No, she, <laughs> she honestly has been a huge show stan, and she was just like, tell me what you thought of it. So I have to kind of couch how I put it to her, because I don't okay. want to just be this yeah. asshole. Yeah. So I was just like, I don't know how to feel about it. Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> I get Danny not wanting to give Cersei the mercy of surrender, but I don't understand her burning thousands of innocents. We've never seen this side of her. And then I said, poor Jamie, like, what the fuck? Bron, Bron was sent to kill him, and he went back. Did he grow at all? Yeah. And then I also hit saturation point on Arya death fakeouts. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, yep, agree agreed all around <laughs> so they're learning that's as snobby as it's gonna get but, but speak speaking of jamie her. and i know i keep bringing him up but he's like my favorite but do you guys i heard that nikolai like um was in he was paid for all six episodes so what's up with that oh, i think they get paid like I, I think if you're like in the main cast you get paid for the season of the episode or something i don't know oh he okay. got paid for yeah, he actually got paid for five episodes, and there's debate about whether he was really in the first one or not. 
or whether it was a spoiler is what it ended up being. Okay. Um, so that's what it was. But well, they also, like, they paid Doran to do four episodes yeah. back in season six, and he was stabbed in five minutes. So, like... Oh, okay. What a waste well, of resources. I was, we, were conf- we were confused because Nikolai said that he... The last scene that he shot was in a tropical location and they show the picture of the island and people were like, oh my God, it's Tarth. He's going to be in Tarth with Brienne. And we, <laughs> so we never saw that. So people are like, what okay. What was the tropical location? Was, I it, think, the, was it the desert? I think they outside? decided to spend a lot of money wisely on like fake scenes and stuff. I think they did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. they they have two they have two endings filmed apparently for John because that's necessary. I'm so upset. Maybe there's an ending where Cheryl and Sir, and and uh, Larry escaped and they're actually like in I don't know Pentos with evil sex worker false tears. Like, <laughs> running having the place. Drinks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I guess that's yeah. what happened. Like he filmed multiple endings and I don't know. I could be, be making that up. Maybe he was paid for all know. sex. Yeah. I yeah. don't know, but he, we were so confused because he was really excited about this season and he's only, he doesn't get excited about Laryl. Like yeah. he, that's his no TP. Like we know that that's his no TP. So we were like, Oh, well, Jamie Brienne, like that's what's going to happen because he's really happy about it. So people think that Nikolai was like trolled basically. Mm-hmm. Like, they told him that the tropical scene, whatever that was, that that was the last one. But so, so either way, I don't know. They spend all this time and resources filming multiple scenes and multiple endings, but they can't sit the fuck down and read the goddamn books. No, nope. or like stick the hand on Jamie. Yeah, hey, next yes. We are officially yeah. over two hours, and this is a good episode to go over two hours on. But we have to yeah. chop it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Thank you so much, Blair, Yay. for coming on. We would love to have you back. We're if yeah there's gonna be no dearth of game of thrones content <laughs> thank you. for a while I for has, about, i had so. so much fun with you guys thank you yeah. <laughs> yeah we have to we have to educate all these newbies who are gonna come our way damn, damn kids definitely check out the piece that's like can we go back to the shipping episode of game of thrones <laughs> Please do. Like, like i i think we all want to go back to the fan fiction episode that was episode two like <laughs> please like I, I mean wasn't that like a happy time like <laughs> Even if you don't ship, even if you don't ship anything, it's still, it was still just like an okay episode. Like, you know it what I mean? It was eating soup with Theon. It was pure. Yeah, like, like I heard like Sophie's eyelashes were fluttering. <laughs> like it was beautiful. <laughs> I love that as a standard. Like, oh. Eyelashes are fluttering. It's great. Like, I mean, you only flutter your eyelashes if you're in love. Okay. Like you don't do that just randomly if you're hugging someone. Well, and Amelia... Yeah, Amelia Clark is a crazy woman because she doesn't flutter her eyelashes. Yeah, so. that's the sign. But, uh, yeah, that was yeah that's that episode was before Danny got her bad period, and you know it was before Larry decided he needed a bad pussy. Like it was a good episode. Like, well, yeah, for the like, standards guys, of this show now, but <laughs> P- PMDD is serious. Like she just needs an IUD and she'd be fine. Honestly, so. honestly, like I, you know what? I, the more I, you know. I feel like next episode is going to be about John John's trials and tribulations mm. inventing my doll. Sure. Like I do, I think <laughs> he's going to invent and my doll. And his version of my doll is no, going no, no. to be stabbing her in the back, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's going to be Sam. <laughs> Sam is just going to like invent it from his. Mason what do you want to bet? Yeah. Yeah. But John's going to go and like kiss Daenerys, and he's going to stab her while he's kissing her. Uh, yeah, and he's going to be but, crying. But he's. I think he'll kill her by like shoving the my doll down her throat. Like that's how she dies. Because but I'm symbolic- da- like I'm willing to put money that he will be crying while he kills her. Yeah. Yes. It's going to be he's Thanos gonna be part about two. His man pain. Oh, oh God! When you put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's gonna be like Thanos when he was crying for Gamora. <laughs> I hate I hate everything you're saying, but I don't disagree with any of it. So. Listeners, if you did not hate everything we were saying, you might want to consider telling your friends about Unabashed Book Snobbery, the podcast. Yep. You can also get Unabashed Book Snobbery, the mug, from our store on the Fandomentals. For all your book snob tears. If you want to really help us out, leave us a rating or review, however you listen to us on podcasts, uh, unless you're listening to it embedded into our post on the Fandomentals, in which case there's no mechanism for that. LOL. <laughs> and, sorry. And thank you so much for listening to us for two hours. Wow. This episode merited it, but who the hell I feel knows like there's what so many things we haven't touched on. <laughs> the good news is the Chris watches Game of Thrones recap has been released, Hooray! so I am going to Oh my yeah, god. The first, oh, the first the five uh frames that I watched while somebody else was talking or that I read while someone else was talking are very funny. Oh, I need to read that. She's gonna drag everybody. Uh, like I the hope. fourth she filth is gonna be great. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you all so much. And we will talk to you next time. Goodbye. We love you all. Goodbye, guys. Bye-bye. We were gone all last year when we could live without fear. But now the fandoms reappeared to heap on empty praise and cheer the nonsense in the pit. Didn't alert viewers to this shit. So once again, the show won. Because now Emmys just mean fun. We've made it here to season eight where there are clear simplistic stakes, though we must appreciate the idiocy of our characters' face revolting to the end. Who knows how it'll offend, cause this show sucks. Game of Thrones sucks, Game of Thrones sucks, Game of Thrones sucks, Game of Thrones. It's, it's, it's just bad. It's bad. Take my word for it. It's bad. I know what Cersei has told you. That I've come to destroy your cities, burn down your homes, murder you and orphan your children. That's Cersei Lannister, not me. I'm not here to murder. And all I want to destroy is the wheel that has rolled over rich and poor to the benefit of no one but the Cersei Lannisters of the world. It's like rain! Thank you.